totally forgot to put the, the theme on the last like four episodes. But I like the theme. I just haven't done it. I'm like, yep, we're done editing this. So it just starts. You forgot or just like didn't feel like it? Uh, no, I literally forgot. Like I'll upload it and go, fuck. And then I'm like, well, I can't edit it once it's already up there. Can you, I was just saying, can you just take it down and put it back in? I can take it down and put it back up. But that, like, I don't have the WAV file at that point. I've already deleted it because my computer is always low in space. Same. Um, I've, we're waiting for Drew right now, which is why he's not here bantering. So I figured we can run through the uh, the Oscar list from like least interesting to interesting. Uh, most interesting to me is the fact that Mad Max won like eight awards or something. It did, yeah. Hey, clean fucking house. Which is great. I, it's almost like in my head that's like them saying, yeah, "Sorry, we couldn't give you Best Picture, but here's a bunch of other ones instead." I feel like there would have been like a weird outcry if they got Best Picture. Like everyone, like, oh my god, it's not really a movie though. It's like an action movie. It's like yeah, it's not typically. The but type that of movie, movie in and of itself is like a, a major landmark in filmmaking. If you really do the research on it, I think so. Yeah, I we mean, talked about it at at length on the let podcast. Me say but it was probably harder. To, yeah, I know it, you can only like talk about it so many times, but especially we just talked about it for two hours with Doug essentially, but. My point being that, like, think about, like, it was probably much harder to film Mad Max than it was to film, like, Room or something, which is not saying that it, that gives it any more integrity. But what it, I would say, though, that it's not lacking in integrity. So anyone who's just like, oh, Mad Max, that shouldn't win. It's not like it's, it's not like it's a, like, Die Hard or something, which, I mean, not to speak ill of Die Hard either, but it's like... Die Hard, another landmark in cinema. Yeah, but you, you know what I'm saying. It's like, it wasn't a, it wasn't a cheap cash-in... My thing is, I'm always blown away when like a, a movie that shouldn't be good is like we just I just watched the Purge two or the Purge Anarchy or whatever. Surprisingly great. Yeah, and <laughs> a lot of people have said before me it's like a mix of The Punisher and Escape <clears throat> from New York in like a really good way. I feel like that movie's really good at the beginning, kind of drags at the end where they go through the maze, which was still cool when he was like shooting people. But um, a fun fact: uh, a girl I went to high school with, Justin Huntsman's younger sister, Aaron Huntsman's. New husband is the uh, one of the main bad guys in that movie. In that one, yeah, in the oh, first two. We should like uh, see if he wants to <clears throat> talk to us about it. That's Perhaps, kind of cool. yeah. That'd be he, cool. I don't know if he was like because he's the guy with the the mask from the commercial, like the one that looks like a um the blonde guy. Like says God on it or uh, not him. That's like a young black kid. Uh, he's like a big guy? buff guy on a motorcycle uh, in that movie. Uh, if okay. you remember that guy, he wasn't like the main villain, obviously, because they don't really talk. But he's like there for most of the the scenes where they're like purging people. I guess you'd say. Wait, uh, was Purge one the one with Ethan Hawke? Or was it the yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. And that also, one's surprisingly decent too. Like yeah, it's not I bad. Like that, or didn't uh, hate that one either. But I also find it interesting specifically because like there's a third one coming, and all three of those movies are directed by the same guy, which is pretty rare these days. That, yeah, like, especially for a horror movie. Yeah, usually horror movies like, are usually like the guy that makes it get success, moves on, does something different. Yeah, well, like look at Insidious three. Like Insidious two came out, and I loved it. And then Insidious three comes out as a different director, and you're like, well. You know why? <laughs> I get he had to go do Fast and Furious and then Aquaman, but is he doing Aquaman? Last time I checked, I don't, it, it might be. I feel like he's it might, a lot like Guillermo del Toro, yeah. where he'll sign on to a lot of movies and then not actually follow through with them. I mean, if I was in Hollywood, I'd sign on to anything they gave me. But you know, so I get I get why they do that. Garfield yeah. three. Yeah, Garfield three. <laughs> I would make Garfield three into Clerks. Like it would just be R-rated Garfield because especially now you might be able to get that green lit because of Deadpool. Like, look, guys, Garfield was always for adults. Mm. Yeah, they're always, ha they're not always, but they're having sort of a weird conundrum now where they're like, oh, so does that mean people want R-rated mo superhero movies? And it's like, yeah, I think, but, I think when it makes sense, yeah, like in context, yeah, like Deadpool, like I don't think you could have made a PG, I mean, you the director decided, he's good. like, well, if we have to, I'll do a PG-13 movie, we can get a budget, but they mm. took half the budget just to get it R-rated. Mm. 
and they like not only got their money back but like I think tenfold. Like right. I don't know the the official budget. I'll look it up while we're talking, but I, I want to say it was like thirty million, maybe. Yeah, and they made how many? Over two hundred million, like opening weekend. Yeah. Well, I saw today that they're gonna do a R-rated uh, Wolverine movie. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say that's that's a case where you know you could see a, an R-rated Wolverine movie being good, mm-hmm. but like. You know what's weird too, and I know maybe I'm the only one in the world that wants this, but I'd love to see maybe not an R-rated movie, but I'd love to see like a, a Ninja Turtles movie that like a darker version. Yeah, and I don't I don't want to sound like you, like I'm using buzzwords like dark and edgy and shit, but I'd love to see them go and sort of adapt the comic books. Like we've seen at this point, we've seen it done a couple of times. I'd like to see them do something like really different, you know. And in my head, that's either there's either, there's two Ninja Turtle movies I want to see. I want to see like a like not again, not like greedy, violent, but like just sort of a darker tone that's more for adults and stuff. I guess I don't know. You could but, still do a PG thirteen Turtles <laughs> movie and make it like adult oriented. Like I guess what I'm trying to say is like imagine if they did like the Netflix Daredevil, but did like a Ninja Turtles. Like especially if like Netflix did like a Ninja Turtles series, I'd be on that, dude. I would totally oh, yeah. check that out. Mm-hmm. Like but the other way, I'd, the other thing I'd like to see them do with Ninja Turtles is, is do like a direct adaptation of the Turtles in Time game. Like that'd be fucking cool, dude. They make it into a miniseries. Yeah, or or just even as a movie, I think it'd be cool. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised nobody's like tried to tap that resource yet of like the because that game has like I'm sure a lot of people remember that fondly. You know, I didn't even hear this man pull up. Jordan's oh, here, yes. everybody. What's up, buddy? We just started, my man. Just, oh, really? Mm-hmm. Talk to you. If you want to hop on a, a mic with uh, Bryce, hop I'll on. share one with Drew Robson. Hop on pop. We're talking what Oscars right It's a now? Bloody Mary, sir. Yeah, we Ooh. just started the uh, Oscar talk. We haven't really said anything yet about it, but I got the no, we just started. I, yeah, uh, we literally just started. My family, we, we had a, like an Oscar party. We did that oh, a while back at Jay's, remember? It was actually a lot of fun. Um, we My mom prints out like the whole ballot of who's uh, nominated and everything, and we all make our guests and I wish uh, I was there for that would have cleaned up <laughs> yeah my uncle got nine right um my mom's boyfriend got I think like 12 right Jesus Christ and he, he was just guessing though really I saw, yeah. bitch. I saw I saw the most movies out of everyone there and I got I think seven the ones that won are the ones I didn't see I didn't see Spotlight or Rain. Mad Max won a lot yeah yeah, yeah we were That's just talking about saying. that yeah. I'm, I'm happy they clean house awesome. Spotlight was a good movie, but what was that movie about? Before we say anything about Spotlight, I uh, wanted to see that. Uh, well, I didn't I'm want really to see happy it until after the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really happy for Michael Keaton because two years in yeah, a row true. he got not only he didn't get Best Actor last year, but he was in Best Picture two years in a row, oh, which is for, kind of a rare feat. Last year was Birdman, right? Birdman, yeah. And then uh, again, I'm sure like none of the movies that won this year, none of the back actors had hard feelings because everyone was like, just let Leo win, like he deserves it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I think everyone was much. happy. <laughs> In the world. Alexander, like in RR2 or whatever. I almost didn't want him to win just so he would keep trying harder, you know? I think that, like, he's the opposite, though. I think he will try harder to get another one. Because how many actors have gotten two Oscars? I think Daniel Day Lewis is, like, one of the only ones. I think he's gotten three. Yeah, he got three. One for Lincoln, one for, um, what's the, like, the The thing? oil movie? Yeah, oil. Uh, there will be blood, yeah. and then. Wait, did he get one for Lincoln? I don't know. Hold on, I'll look it up. Did he get one for Last of the Mohicans? <laughs> or no? Last of Mohicans, I think, is his first one. Mm. Let's see. Best uh, actor. Daniel. Daniel. Good thing damn he didn't get nominated Daniel. this year because it would have been a damn. lot of damn Daniel getting an award kind of thing. I would have just fucking killed myself. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. Not not really, everyone. Best actor. What I'm, was his name? Uh, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. Isn't, wasn't, didn't he win an Oscar for like My Left Foot? Yeah. I, which I haven't seen. <laughs> Neither have I. I've never even heard of that. 
I, I don't know anything foot? about it. I you know what I know about it is that remember that part um, on Chappelle's show where he does like the uh, uh, inside the actor studio thing and it cuts to him like where he's like trying to order a milkshake and he keeps falling down like that's <laughs> yeah. it's making fun of that movie. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't where remember that. Or whatever. Oh well, okay. For some reason, here's a top top ten Oscar uh, record holders. Uh, most awards won by any individual is Walt Disney. He had twenty nine Oscars. Like holy Congratulations, shit! Congratulations, Walt. Yeah. Oh, so uh, hold on. Uh, Daniel D. Lewis has five nominations and he won three of them. So he his best performance in leading role for Lincoln. I, so I was right about that one. Um, he won best performance in There Will Be Blood and best performance in My Left Foot. But he was also nominated for uh, In the Name of the Father and Games in New York. Games in New York was like he got stolen because that he did really good. That's in Games a great fucking movie. <clears throat> uh, I never watched that all the way through. It's pretty fucking great. You've seen a, pieces of it. But, uh, uh, most most awards for best director is John Ford uh, for The Informer, uh, Graves of Wrath, How Green Was My Valley, and The Quiet Man. Uh, oh, I don't care about that. Uh, six, five winners. I think is Drew here. Yeah, Sounds like it. Yeah, the dogs true. are freaking Maybe out. For like the interesting ones on this list, I just like the uh, list of. W- List of actors with two or more uh, Best Actor awards or actresses, I guess. Hey, look who hey, made it! My little sir. My man. So we have uh, Catherine Hepburn, which is uh, she's won one, two, three, four. She won four. Meryl Streep has won two. Most, it says Meryl Streep has a has a record for most nominations for acting at nineteen. Bring a buddy up over here. Sounds good. It'll pick us both up. Um, Jack Nicholson, I forgot. He's won a lot. He won for One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, As Good as It Gets, in uh, Terms of Endearment. And then uh, Daniel Day Lewis, as we talked about, uh, Oscars, Marlon Brando. I figured, no, I didn't watch it. But. No. That's <laughs> why we. I was like, we'll start. We'll just do the movies because <laughs> well, there's little to know. <laughs> Let me give you some news. Leonardo DiCaprio. Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I love the memes that are coming. <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I know. Because there's a picture of him at the Golden Globes, or was it was it the the Baftas or the Golden Globes? It's Golden Globes. Whatever it was, he had a vape, and like they edited uh, an Oscar, and, and so it looks like he's vaping from an Oscar. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did you see the one where it's uh, the Great Gatsby where he's like dancing? No, and it one. has like all the Oscars around him. And he's just like busting a boot. <laughs> they did the same one for Wolf of Wall Street too. <laughs> oh yeah, Denzel Washington one too. Uh, all he had to do was get mauled by a bear. Essentially, <laughs> true. And not talk for an hour and a half. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it was no, at the Oscars because it showed him like accepting his award and it cuts to the bear like waving. <laughs> I saw that gif. I was like, woo. Uh, Jodie Foster, Silence of the Lambs, and the Acu- the accused. Sorry, uh, I'm trying to find like people that we would all know. Um, I feel like Robert De Niro. He's only won one, I think. But uh, anyway, I have the the list right here, and it's like best original music was the Hateful Eight, and so the guy who did the score for that did uh, the Thing and uh, John Carpenter, like most mostly John Carpenter movies, which is mm. great. And that guy's a good uh, good scorer. Did you guys see uh, Bridge of Spies? Yeah. I did not. Drew and Rob saw it. I, I watched it over the weekend. It was really good. Um, I think he. I think he deserved the best supporting actor. Yeah, he was really good in that. But I think people I were upset because they wanted Sylvester Stallone to win. Or I wanted Tom Hardy to win, but yeah, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he. I think like Tom Hardy's an actor that's getting overlooked for awards, even though he's an incredible actor. Like, I don't know if he was even nominated for Bronson, but that movie's incredible. Oh yeah. I oh, that like, came out this year? No, that's like yeah, seven that's years like old. Twenty ten, maybe. Say. Yeah. Uh, no, but like, like just that movie was like what put him on the map. That's how that movie is actually how he got the role for uh, Bane because he was already huge. And yeah. like, Tom Hardy is one of those actors that like future cinephiles will look back and be like, oh, Tom Hardy's in this too. Like you just like he just keeps popping up in different things. He's been you know? in a lot of movies. I don't know if you even heard of Bronson. 
Mm-mm. It's about the famous uh, British, like, uh... You would hate it. I heard famous and British, so... It's, it's uh, unlikely. It's yeah, I don't think you'd like it. I don't know, it's only an hour and 30, so I feel like it respects your time even as a bad movie if you don't like it. It's a great movie. It's basically about Charles Bronson, who's like a prison inmate who, like, is obsessed with Charles Bronson, like the actor from okay. all the action movies in the 70s and 80s. And he basically, it's just about him, like, in jail, like, like fighting people constantly, and then, like, he's going insane because they put him in, uh... Like Isolation. Oh. So it's really good. I like it. It's got a great soundtrack. If, well, you probably... Did you like Drive? I never saw Drive. Okay, I don't think you'd like Drive. No, yeah, I, I, I don't was, think I would either. I remember one time I was like... <laughs> it's uh, not for me. I think it was last year. I said, like, for my birthday, you should get high with me and watch Drive. You're like, I'll either do that or go to Disneyland. And I had to choose. <laughs> <laughs> so you chose Disneyland? Yeah. 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 Well, I've seen Drive. Like, <laughs> I've been to Disneyland, too, to be fair. But... <laughs> But uh, best best actress actress sorry I can't talk Speaking right now. Speaking of Disneyland, dude. Uh, Brie Larson. <laughs> They're in the news what, what lately. Did you hear about that? The, shit? the room. No. What? What do you guys? Did you see the room? I haven't robbed it. I didn't it? like it. No. Uh, what was it about? It's, uh, it's like, do you, did you ever hear about the? I mean, it's happened a couple of times where like a dude would kidnap a woman and keep him like in their in his basement or whatever. And it's about that's there's, there's this girl who got kidnapped when she's a teenager and she has a kid that she had with the guy that kidnapped her and then in, they, in the room yeah oh, and then they shit. plan to like escape. It see it sounds like such a good movie and then I saw it and I was just like oh like it's <laughs> it the subject matter I think could have made an excellent movie and I just I don't know it wasn't for me at all. But people love it though. I mean, it's you know it's not it's not the average opinion. What about the Danish girl? I didn't see that. I didn't see that either. It looked garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Is that the token movie? No, that was the training movie. Well, so, token yeah, movie. So the token movie. So it's saying you love it. You love people it. are mad because that was like a uh, like a, a pretty low tier tra- transgender movie, but there's a movie called Tangerine, Tangerine yeah. that didn't get nominated. That everyone which was shot on an yeah. iPhone, by the way. So That's probably why. It's noteworthy. Just I mean, the well, fact that they were able to complete a film. You can't you can't shoot a movie on your phone and also be bad. You didn't win a. Well, the thing is, I haven't seen it, but it's done amazing, like, critical success, <laughs> apparent, so apparently it's, it was very well done. Uh, I just haven't seen it yet, but... Huh. Interesting. Uh, I, I, that, I don't know if you got my text about the, the thing, so I was like, very long shot. I did, but I was... Uh, I know, you don't want to go do the alarm and all that, <laughs> I guess, but uh, I don't... The, the thing about the Oscars is, I don't really care about their opinion, unless, like, something I like. I can't even watch it anymore, it's so yeah. fucking boring. Yeah. I just, Keep like a tab open on a site that like updates, and I'll just I just wait till the in. last one gets yeah. announced. I'm like, let me just look through these real quick because it's already on. If you Google, it'll literally have like a slideshow of all of the the winners, and it's just like movies like The Danish Girl and all that. Like they're clearly there as Oscar bait. Like they were only made at the end of the year. They like they purposely put them out at the end of the year so they're fresh in the the Academy's mind, yeah. so they'll give them an award. Well, what is the point of baiting for an Oscar? Do you get like a cash prize? You don't. That's you just get the notoriety. If you win an Oscar as like a director or an actor, you're basically guaranteed any movie role you want for the next year. But there has been cases in the past, like uh, Cuba Gooding Jr., where he won Best Supporting Actor and then did nothing. Like he like he did a bunch of stuff, but like nothing worth note. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a I think it gets to their head sometimes. I'd love to see a documentary that sort of like. Uh, because there's, I mean, even lately with the... You could call it And the Winner Is. With, like, the, the racism accusations, there's a lot of stuff to talk about about the Oscars, but it's been around for forever, so there's a lot of stuff to talk about anyway. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, the fact that it's it's very rare for a comedy to win Best Picture. Right? Like, it mm-hmm. happened one night, was, like, one of, like, five that mm-hmm. won. That's the only one I can think of off the top of my head, but... What is... I've been hearing today about a controversy over, like, an Asian joke there. Yeah, I, 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 I didn't saw hear that as well. See it, I didn't watch it, but apparently there was a moment where Chris Rock... Uh, he said something about like we're um, 
I can't remember what the joke, what the premise of the joke was, but he's like, "Here's our accountants, essentially." And then three Asian kids walked out dressed in like oh, that's so stupid suits and ties with with briefcases. I think Chris Rock wasn't a very good host. Oh. Yeah, but you know what though, and I'm not saying that that's that that's wrong, but I I hear that every year. They're like, "Oh, they want a very good host," and it's like even and then eventually, maybe it's just something you can't host because it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> and then inevitably what the, what happens is they'll is they'll ask Billy Crystal to come back and do it because he's done it a million times, and then when they do, they go, eh, "It was okay. It's the same old, same old." And it's like, well, <laughs> when they try something new, you don't like it. When it's the old guy, you don't like it maybe, well, that's maybe the it's thing. just the subject matter yeah <laughs> honestly the same thing is giving Michael Bay a movie it's like oh he just directed like Michael Bay what's like well no shit there's gonna be explosions and unnecessary action scenes like yeah you gave it to Michael Bay so it's like of course really Billy Crystal's gonna do the same old yeah. shit if you will like hmm. honestly Ke- Kevin Smith and Scott Mosher <clears throat> talk about this every year where they're like they just need to it doesn't need to be on TV like it's so no. uninteresting by nature they could cut that show down to 30 minutes the, yeah I won an award. Now I get a minute of your time to give a political rant. Yeah, don't need yeah, that. I don't love that. Which is why I posted that picture today. I was like, I was so happy for Leo. I was like, I want to see the speech because in the past I was actually really surprised when Argo won. Ben Affleck gave a really heartfelt speech about how like uh, coming like he's like basically you can you can fail and come back and be a good director or an actor because That's obviously he was referring to Daredevil and Gilly and all those movies. But and then Matthew McConaughey especially gave a really good speech about how like. He realized through like jokes about him that he was doing really shit movies, and then like at, they called the reconnaissance. Yeah, the reconnaissance. <laughs> We're like, oh, that term? I drop it whenever I can. Out of nowhere, this, I'm sure it comes up a lot. If I was a rapper, I'd work that into a rhyme somehow. Like, <laughs> out of like nowhere, three years ago, he just starts doing stellar movies, and then does True Detective season one, which. If you're a fan of like X Files and all oh, that, that really watch good. this first season of True Detective. Yes. It's, it's, Don't watch the second season. The second season is a waste of time. It's, Very well acted, but the story the is shit. But uh, yeah, like Matt and gave like a five minute speech that was just like really, really, really good. And then like, I don't know if you watched that. I played like a snippet of it. And I was like, no. Like Matt or Leonardo Caprio goes up there and he's like, guys, we shot uh, the Revenant here, here. The global warming's real, guys. It's what? real and it's here. And like half the audience is like really, and the other half's like, it's real, baby. And they're like clapping. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was good that. up until he brought that up. Well, then there's a, there's an infamous moment. Martin Scorsese, where he had uh, an Indian girl come up. Well, it was uh, it wasn't Martin Scorsese. It was um, oh, wasn't it? it was the actor? Uh, fuck, I'm drawing a blank. But he won for uh, Godfather, I think. Marlon Brando. Yeah, it was Brando, and he um, he instead of accepting his Oscar, he requested that this Native American girl go up there, <laughs> and she goes up, and then she starts talking about like the treatment of Native Americans by Hollywood. And just to show how completely different the times are now, at, if you can watch that clip on YouTube and everyone starts booing and she's oh, like, wow. yeah, and she's like, please, please respect my time. And they don't, they don't play her off like they do now and all this stuff. It, it's such a different time. It, it was like her basically going like the, um, I don't remember. It was about the mystery. It was, it was for, um, did he win for God? Are talking about portrayal? It was Godfather Part 2. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> As a Native American myself, I don't know. Okay. I feel like I should make well, like, abusive practices. It was about the mistreatment just... of Native Americans in film. In but is it, is it a portrayal or is it I like an actual like, like the tear in the eye using their land or something? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, here, here's what she said. She was like the she basically well one you don't go to the academy which is a, it's not racist it's just a fact Hollywood is heavily a Jewish community. And she goes up there and is like, Hollywood is Jewish and they hate Native Americans and the portrayal is, is bad. what she said? Something along those lines. Well, you can't say correctly. stop being racist to me and kind of deflect it with... I could be wrong. Someone, someone tweeted at me if I'm wrong, but uh, I, if I remember no. correctly, because it was like one of those top ten lists of like most awkward moments at the Academy. And like number one was like Seth MacFarlane making like a sexist joke. And all well, that. see, but that's how you get me to watch it. Though. There was yeah. the, other, the other one, too, was the moment where... Um, 
Wow, completely blank right when I started talking about it. Uh, it was uh, fucking oh, Michael Moore accepted his um, oh boy. award for was it Bowling for Columbine? Columbine? Yeah, he yeah. never he never achieved any critical and that's success. That's where he was like, we were, we were living in fictional times. Shame on you, Mister Bush. And he got booed also. So again, just oh, good. You know, in like the ten years or whatever since that since that. I happened. love those Bush memes though, where he's like, where he's like, I low-key did it though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Those are classic. Those are my favorite. A renaissance of those memes also. (laughs) Love it. Um, But yeah, it's just like, dude, you've been waiting 20 years to win an Oscar. Yeah, I was really expecting to hear something profound about it. And then you go up there and then you start talking about global warming. It's like, you lost me, dude. I wanted you to win so bad and you fucking burned me. You know what that is? It's not charming. Like, I don't care. Well, I don't want to watch it be lectured at. Yeah, that's true. We we and you have talked about it before. We're like, it's not an argument about whether global warming exists. It's It's about whether whether it's it's man-made or 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 nature. Yeah, Yeah, And me and Robert talked about that today. I was like, well, clearly it exists. Like, we have proof of it. Like, you don't need to go there and go, it's an inconvenient truth that it it exists. Like, everybody knows it exists. It's getting warmer. It's it's called moving the goalpost. Mm -hmm. Essentially. Closer to your your goal, (laughs) sir. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, so that that kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. So I'm like, well, glad yeah, I didn't watch it. Yeah, you don't watch it for that kind of. No, exactly. no. You know, it doesn't help. That's not going to help your viewer count. Like, stage a controversy, then I'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. Essentially, the Oscars is just a big dick showing contest. Yeah, yeah. every but year. it is by nature. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I also find it weird that like they give out like prizes to actors who are already very rich. Right. Like they give them cars and shit like that. I feel. Yeah, I mean. They should like donate that. It's like how about, I don't know. I if you ever, wouldn't, so I'm not gonna <coughs> never mind. <laughs> uh, if you ever read a uh, Pat Oswalt uh, wrote a book called Zombie Spaceship Wasteland, and um, it's oh. a combination of like essays and then just like jokey bits and stuff. And the the actual like essays about his life I found a lot more interesting. And there's um, one of the one of the pieces he writes about is how he went to something that was sponsored by MTV. I don't remember what it was. And they have these things called gifting tents, and it's like gifting tents. Yeah. Oh, Kevin's been talking about that too. Where they gave yeah. him, he didn't want to go to the Oscars, and they sent him and Scott Mosier for clerks a Atari twenty six hundred, which just is like way back when that came out, and then like a bunch of consoles and video games and uh, money. It's like I guess we're gonna go. Like, yeah, for so a video like they, game console. Yeah. And well, he just how expensive were they back then? Oh, like five hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. The, the people forget oh. that like when a Super Nintendo came out, it was okay. like six hundred dollars. It yeah. wasn't. Yeah, it's that was that's nothing new. Yeah, cartridges for N sixty four were seventy to eighty bucks. Yeah, it's true. Like, yeah. I, you always hear these kids go, "Oh my god, it's sixty four dollars for a video game." I was like, "Dude, I remember getting NES games, and my dad or Super NES games. My dad was bitching about them being forty five dollars, and that this was five years after the N sixty four was already out, and they're right. eighty dollars with tax. I for don't their remember games. that at all, but I'm not saying you're wrong. I just I was five or ten. That's so exactly I mean, what I didn't it is. Care, you go but... to your parents. <laughs> yeah, right. It didn't mean anything to me. But... And it was just, just because it had nothing to do with like that's how much it cost to make. It was the cartridges themselves are very expensive. <laughs> oh. Like that's why like they don't do that anymore. New technology or something. Because there's no moving parts like a disc there. It's, there's a, right, it's right, just right. it works every time, which is why. You go to a PlayStation One, it doesn't work anymore. Yeah. But you go to a Super Nintendo, it still works fine, unless there's mm-hmm. no wiring problems. But um, speaking of moving parts, so I had a solid state drive crap out on me, and I was like, "Wow, correct me what? if I'm wrong, but I thought <laughs> these things were supposed to last for forever because there's no moving." They're ready parts. for like ten years. <laughs> yeah, like which is like uh, in a, in a in an era where like it's proven that our technology is doubled every two years. Like that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, and also I had it. Um, I forget what it's called, where it mirrors like the two drives that are mirrored. Yeah, and I also found out that I didn't set up that right. <laughs> so it was never mirroring, but it wasn't like an important drive. It was just a backup drive with, the, with was, the mirror backup. Mine was, so was a fine, gift but... from the company for buying it during Black Friday, so they installed it for free. So I already have everything. Dude, ever since I started <coughs> trying to get a career as a writing professionally, like I, my biggest fucking nightmare is that all of the stuff I've written will just disappear somehow. You yeah, know, like, you gotta have three backups. 
I have it. So far, I just I every time I write something new, I save it and then I email it to myself and then I put it on a jump drive. Like yeah, uh, which one thing is my boss recommended. Well, like, plus including the original, oh, the original. Okay. I don't have a boss Like a cloud backup and a physical <laughs> backup is what I would recommend. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what most people recommend. So you did. You you backed it up to. Well, your it's email. like I don't want to make that mistake again too. Of like when we went to the Austin Film Festival and I started getting emails from agents, they were like, "Hey, can we read that?" And I was like. Hey, so I don't actually have that with me because I don't have a laptop or something. I have no way to access that file. Would you mind waiting two weeks before I can get home to fucking California and email? And people are like, no. Unprofessional. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. I don't want to be in that position again. Yeah, that well, was I mean, that, That's how you have to learn it. Very, like, it was overlooking, I guess, is what it was. But, um, well, like, and my boss, who's a musician or whatever, well, he was my boss and I took over. Um, He was saying that, like, as a writer or musician, you should have, like, they have websites or whatever that are free where you can upload, like, a, a kind of like Google Drive, but only you can access it, and you can give other people, like, a six-digit code to get into your thing if you want them to look at it, and it's, like, how people usually get, like, their music around or something like that they need to edit it. So, like, look into that, too. Yeah, I, um, I back up everything to a CD, like, a, a burn one, and then I have a, a cloud a backup. Drive, I use yeah. iDrive. I like iDrive a lot. Burn one, and, flip one. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um... But yeah, I don't know. The Oscars are like it's it's always fun to like. Be like I hope this movie wins, but in the end, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, that's it's interesting like that you're bringing it up. There is real, there is no real end game cash prize. It's all about like uh, it's all it's an award. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's a pat on the back. Mm-hmm. But those kind of people live for that. True. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, especially in the filmmaking community, I feel like a lot of your respect is based on like. Uh, you want your respect from your peers, you know. It's right. like if you're if you're Leonardo DiCaprio, you're like, oh, I hope Jack Nicholson's out there watching me and, and appreciates that I also have an Oscar. Or like Scorsese. Like, yeah. Plus, uh, look at uh, what's his name? Uh, like we just said, Michael Keaton's career has taken off since Birdman happened, and he's having a I guess Keaton Keaton's and he's fucking great though. I mean, if you ever watch, he's really good in um, uh, uh, Jackie Brown. Like he, he's really good. In oh, that I movie. forgot he's in that movie. Yeah, and every time he shows up in something, oh, I mean, look at Beetlejuice. He should win an Oscar for that, like retroactively. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that movie has brought me so much more joy than The Revenant. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, just Jack Nicholson. Like, I totally forgot, like, how amazing he is an actor. Like, Chinatown's, like, easily one of my favorite movies. Which is why I was... Uh, somebody was telling me that he essentially quit acting because he has, like, Alzheimer's now and he can't remember lines. And I'm like, that's that's too sad. I don't want to hear that. That's yeah. He also can't remember when the Lakers would, were winning. Oh, that's because he... Well, he I can't remember court, either, so... He has courtside <laughs> seats for every game ever. He still goes, so, I mean, I don't know why he would go anymore, but... Just tradition, I guess. It's probably just a habit by now. Yeah. yeah. So ingrained. Well, it's gotta be pretty cool though. Like, you know, I don't even think he pays for him. I think it's just like he's rich. He brings other people in. You know what I mean? Yeah, literally. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be cool if you like you somehow won courtside tickets and you're sitting next to Jack Nicholson. Oh yeah. And uh, so I don't know. I don't think I'd be able to to not be like, hey, what was every movie you've ever been in? Like? <laughs> <laughs> like, Please don't do this to me, sir. <laughs> like, start from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I feel like. Um, everything that one deserved it at least, and then Mad Max. I'm glad it was like had a shining light on it at oh, least. Yeah. Oh yeah, for the first half, like of the award show, yeah, Mad Max, Mad Max, like all the time. So it was great. Uh, Ex Machina won Best Visual Effects, which is a great oh, movie. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. A good call. Did you see that movie? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I finally watched it recently. It was really thoroughly good. enjoyable. I heard something that they Did didn't it, even. Was that on my list? I think right. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was okay. like number seven. I think. Yeah. So yeah. I heard something that they didn't even spend that much money on visual effects for that movie. Yeah, but, well, won. they did like something really smart where a lot of it was lighting. Ah. Uh... And um, the only visual effects were the scenes where like uh, she like puts on the skin and like all the mm. shit comes off and all that. Um. Just real quick, the the last movie Nicholson was in was in was called How Do You Know, uh, in two thousand ten. 
And I barely remember that. It was something to do with, um, what's his name, that guy? We like, uh, Paul, whatever, from, uh, Paul, Paul Rudd from Ant-Man. So, yeah, it's been six years, well, five and some change since he's been in a movie. Hmm. That's a bummer. I hope that's not true, though. Unfortunately, it probably is. Like, that isn't, that's not really like a, that's like, that feels like a rumor that would have gotten, like, squashed a long time you, ago. Because you look at something like, um, uh, fuck, I'm drawing so many blanks tonight. Uh, what's the, like, won an award in 07, uh, for best picture, um, uh, you know, The Departed. You look yeah. at him in that movie, and you're like, oh, he still got it. He's still charismatic. He's still again. I forget he's in these movies. Like the part, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. he feels like and so much so that he doesn't even feel like Jack Nicholson in that movie. It's like he, he really you believe that he's he, a he's person. a chameleon. Yeah, for sure. Like even in Chinatown, I had to keep reminding myself that I was watching Jack Nicholson because it's when he's like maybe 34, 35, and like he's so young that like he like he, I'm used to like overweight Jack Nicholson like in The Departed and all that and like in that movie he's like physically fit and like a mm. like a handsome like charming are great in that guy movie too and he's just like doing a shitload of cocaine and like when he has the <laughs> dildo in the porno theater yeah nice I was looking at talking well, about The Departed by the way. Well, I worked at uh, Amazon. Uh, there was this big like coffee table book about Scorsese and it was all the way up to the to no I think it was up to Hugo and I was reading the part about The Departed. And I guess he improvised that because there was a scene and it was supposed to be in a theater. He's like, no, let's make this a porno theater and I got a surprise. And he just walked up behind him with the big, huge dildo. <laughs> like, it's fucking <laughs> awesome. Also, apparently, um, uh, what's her face? Um, in that movie Bad Grandpa with Robert De Niro, uh, she's fucking hot and like one of my celebrity crushes if I had one for her. Oh, fucking. Um... She's in the John, Father John Misty video. What's her name? Yeah, April, April from <laughs> Parks and Rec. She's Anna Kendrick's like best friend. Um, yeah, she's she's great. I love her. I love her and I love her. both of them. But anyway, uh, if anyone, everyone probably knows she's Andy Dwyer's girlfriend in uh, Parks and Rec. Oh. Um, she apparently the re- way she Aubrey got Plaza. that Aubrey mm-hmm. Plaza, there the way go. she got the role for Bad Grandpa was. She found out there's a sex scene with Robert De Niro, and she's like, "I got to do it." <laughs> and then she, <laughs> I don't want to watch this. <laughs> yeah, and she watched Robert De Niro. Yeah, yep. yeah. And like, uh, right. apparently, uh, the way she got the roles, she went to the casting call, and because uh, apparently, even if you're a good actor and people know you, you still got to do that sometimes. Mm. And uh, yeah. she was like, "I'm just gonna flash them." So like during the scene, like it's supposed to be like one of those things where it shows a girl flashing them, but it's like from a behind perspective, so you just see her like naked back. Mm-hmm. Well, she actually flashed the, like the producers and all that, and then they go, like, "You got mm. it." Yeah, that scene is so sex sells, like is what we're learning Interesting. here. I didn't know that. And apparently when you do a sex scene, it's not just like, all right, we got five-minute take. It's like you spend six hours on a sex scene. And uh, so, like, the very first scene, like, they were like, oh, we're going to do this, this scene where, like, her bra pops off and it's going to be funny, but you don't really see anything like that. And then they decided to not do that, but, like, they kept the same bra that was, like, spring-loaded or whatever. So, like, the uh-huh. very first take, like, he's, he's missionarying her and then, uh, like, her bra just pops off and, like, she goes... Never seen Robert De Niro do like a happy Robert De Niro face, but he did like that face he always does. Where he's like, hmm. <laughs> he, like he looked at straight at her tits and goes, "All right." <laughs> so that was great. I also love when he randomly showed up in um, what was that movie that everyone hated? The uh, was it American Hustle. Yeah, yeah, where he was just he's in it for, for like five, five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, that was fucking great. Uh, anyway, you guys are wanting to talk about uh, best video games on this podcast. Well, not only really best video games, but I think uh, this of, year, of 2015, 2015 anyway. wasn't a year of best. It was more like a year of disappointment. It I was like, in my life. In it was akin to life. the uh, the movies too. It was just kind of more disappointments than all the successes. best movies that came out two years or two months before the year ended. Yeah, this year. like a lot of good movies really just flew under the radar. Mad Max was like the, the only movie movies. that didn't come out within like the past four months that wasn't like terrible. Like, Mad Max, I think it was August or July or something like that. I was blown away or whatever. And then, like, nothing else good came out to like, Star Wars. Then we saw The Revenant and The Hateful Eight and then um, all the rest of them. Yeah, I was kind of surprised Star Wars didn't uh, win anything. 
I was, was surprised it didn't win. I think it was nominated for best visual effects. It was nominated for that uh, best sound, sound yeah, mixing sound. Yeah. I mean, that's fair though. Yeah, Again. that's fair. I'll, I'll take that. I don't know, man. Star Wars sounds pretty. But I mean, pretty it's good. it's Star Wars Wait, though. What was the best sound? That was Mad Max, right? Pretty sure. You know why? Well, there were two. Fucking great. There were two <laughs> I want to go home and watch that right now. There were uh, two sound categories. It's like sound mixing was one, and sound then editing, I think. yeah, I think so. Yeah, because those are two different things, even though they're, they're pretty much the same thing. The guys from Red Letter Media kept saying uh, they were that Krampus really should have been nominated for like best sound design what? or something. Why? Because uh, did you like Krampus, by the way? Like, yeah, it's okay. But you're still <laughs> baffled as to why it would. It wasn't like an award winner. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was like one of the best like horror movies in a while, if it even can be called a horror no. movie. It, uh, <laughs> it, horror, not so much. There were some moments where I was like, oh, I can't believe they went there. But then, it, it, I mean, to spoil yeah. it, spoilers real quick here, if you're listening and you haven't seen it yet. Santa um, kills him? No, it, at the very end, it's sort of all undone, or or is it, question mark, in one of those moments where you're like, oh, so... I didn't think it was an or is it at all. I thought it was pretty clearly that they were screwed. But like, but they're all still sort of alive at the end, right? Because then they all show up in like the, the snowball at the end or whatever? Yeah, but they all know they're in the snowball. Yeah, but they're all still at least somehow like they're still corporeal in a way. I, okay I suppose but it's not a happy ending <laughs> by any means no but it could have been worse like it, they killed children like the first character nice. to die is the daughter and it's like, you're yeah. like oh so like seeing it in the theater I was like oh that's interesting like, you don't it's usually true. see that hmm. but anyway back to video games you know uh, <laughs> well my point was just like movies were kind of disappointing this year like yeah. all the ones I really wanted to see were like oh underwhelming to say the least. One um, more real quick thing about movies, though. Uh, oh, I'm here all day. I, I posted something <laughs> on Facebook. I, I just found out they're, they're doing, like, a The Ring versus The Grudge movie. And so... Oh, interesting, oh. by the way. I'm kind of down to see that. Fuck. Yeah, so now I'm on a quest to watch every one of those movies. And holy fucking shit, are there a lot of Grudge movies. There's, yeah. like... It's a series. Ten of them, yeah. yeah. Including the American <coughs> remakes. It's like the three Japanese of. version of, like, uh, Freddy Krueger or, like, Friday the 13th. Yeah, there's a lot of Ring movies, movies, too, but I don't think nearly as many. There's five? Four? I think four. I don't know. I haven't seen I I've only three, seen two. Yeah. Um, there was like a huge like Japanese horror movie like uh, Renaissance in like the early 2000s. Yeah, like, yeah I remember like, 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 like six. The Grudge, yeah. There's like the one, movies where it was like the cell phone thing. Mm. Uh, like, Pulse there, was another Pulse, one. Pulse, yeah. The one with the cell phone was like, one this movie should have been made 10 years later when we had smartphones because it was like <laughs> a Nokia phone was possessing people if you answered the That's call. That's my problem with nice. The Departed now is you watch it and it's like right on the cusp between flip phones smartphones. and smartphones yeah. and cell phones play such a major part in that movie that it's like it already feels dated and it's not even that well. It's almost 10 years old now I guess so. You should bring it over Bryce because you're going to be talking a lot. But yeah. The cult thing. Oh, okay. um, the more you know the more you cult. Now, Drew, did you play any modern video games this year besides Fallout? Uh, I played two hours of Fallout. <laughs> you never, like, revisited to, no. to confirm your you, you know what? I was just telling Bryce before we got here, before we recorded, I was like, I'm, like, struggling to finish that game, and I know it's a decent game, but, like, when I played, I have, like, this, this overwhelming Drew sense, like, whispering, <laughs> like, it's not that good. It's not that good. And then I just he like, wouldn't have it any other I way. I don't need to play it now. <laughs> like, My work here is done. I haven't beaten it yet. I don't know the, the the plot twist, but like Jacob's like, how do you not know the plot twist? I'm like, I don't know. I just haven't seen. Yeah, it. Jimmy told us the plot twist, so I know that. Oh uh, yeah. Can we get a spoiler and just tell me something about your son? Is the, the, bad the guy? son is the, that they steal from you at the start is the main bad guy. Oh yeah. Okay, Never been that. done before. Never. I did. I knew that. Uh, I got to that part already. I just thought there was a bigger twist. Oh. It was just like, <laughs> no, the twist is just disappointing. Well, like the son you've been looking for turns out to be a clone of your son, and then your son's actually an adult, and he's like an old man, older than you are, because you're in there a lot longer than you thought. And right. Then, like, he's the one like controlling all the synths, which are just like cyborgs. I will so. say I do have a boner for movies where it turns out that someone 
younger than, than the main character is actually older physically now or something. I don't know. I, every once in a while that pops up and I'm like, ooh. And there's something about that that's like, I don't know. It, it's interesting to me. Also, maybe because that's an element in the script I'm writing right now. <laughs> um, but anyway, I feel like I was... This year for video games, I was like, this is going to be an amazing year. Because like we, uh, when... Um, Last year around, or I guess 2014 when January was uh, happening or coming around, I was like, we already have, like, one Dark Souls 2 was, like, announced, which was decent. No, Dark Souls 1's amazing. Um, mm. You have The Witcher, which, uh, by far, like, the best game of the year. I haven't oh, yeah. played that yet, but I really would like to You guys it. need to, for it's sure. It's great. And then, so it. we have The Witcher in February, and then you have Dying Light, which I haven't played. But again, I heard that, like, the best games of the year came out in the slots were, like, again, movies, like, the worst time to release a movie is usually January mm. because it's, like... Yeah. It's just like kind of like the dead season for going to a theater because you already get Christmas theme movies. Like usually the biggest movies come out between like you have the May comic book movie, the March comic book movie, the mm -hmm. August like blockbuster, the July 4th blockbuster which this year's Independence Day. Right. And then after that you, you don't really, really have anything so? until November. What? You think that's going to make like a splash? I do. I do think it's going to have a Jurassic World effect. Yeah, maybe you're right. In a um, post Jurassic World world maybe, Because I don't yeah. I've never really met anyone that has been like, "Oh, Jurassic or Independence Day, that movie was shit." It's like most people have a fond memory of it like, "Oh yeah, yeah. it was kind of silly, but I like it." Which yep. is how I remember. It's like, "Oh, it wasn't amazing, but I do love like the the um the connection that Will Smith and uh, uh Chef Goldblum have <laughs> Jeff Goldblum have and uh there's like an interesting theory that uh on kind of funny Colin always talks about where Jeff Goldblum is the same character in that movie that he is in Jurassic Park because they're both the the same position scientists like hmm. and they both are the same exact character in like uh, their MOs and their prerogatives and stuff so that's interesting but I think it'll do good but um, you know what you mentioned earlier that I forgot about was that Smash Bros came out. Smash Bros came out last year in November. Boy, we we have built that for all its worth. Like, <laughs> and we'll get. I'm gonna put a pin in that because we're gonna get back to it later. Because I feel like that might have been the game of the year. It might as well have been. Because I feel like, are we grading by how wow it was or how many hours you suck into? We have easily over a thousand hours stuck into Smash. I found Smash my Arkham Knight disc, but I haven't haven't uh, played that game at all yet. So. That is also another fantastic game. Okay, I've, I've heard that I've like heard it was a game. fantastic game if you got it on a console. Well, yeah, played it on PC. Apparently, it was a port. And it was yeah, just awful. when it when it launched on PC, it was just fucking shit. Like it would crash like every ten minutes. And then, yeah, like, <clears throat> weren't but, they? Uh, well, didn't they have a thing with Arkham City where like if you if you pirated it, they made it so that you can't uh, you can't fly or you whatever? can't use the bat cape. Like you would literally just fall. Like that's, it would open and then close. That's genius. That's <laughs> that's I'd love to see how they do that. Like if if they're able to figure out it's pirated, I'm, I'm surprised they don't just block you from playing. It's true, but I think they want to make it like annoying, so you're just like, fuck, I don't want to pirate anymore. <laughs> but then some, someone could so easily, like, someone you could crack it out. Yeah, yeah, someone could easily fix that. Um, it doesn't seem the like The way a they figured it out now, though, is because most uh, companies got smart and, like, um, you have to run, like, for instance, you have Ubisoft has, like, their Uplay thing, and yeah. then, um, or is it, I think that's, uh, EA has a Uplay. And uh, then you have Steam, no, obviously, EA is another Origin. one. EA's EA is Origin. Origin. So Uplay yeah. is Ubisoft. Ubisoft is Uplay, yeah. And, like, if you don't buy it through that, the game will know because you have to automatically... That, that's why you have the always online feature. Even if you're not playing online, you have to sign in and it has to connect. Like, oh, this is the real yeah, encryption people key. people can patch that. With oh, yeah. If you play offline mode, there's no way for that yeah. to work. Um, but... Yeah, so, it just makes it more annoying for the people that buy it. Yeah, they've done some pretty funny stuff, though. Like, uh, I guess uh, the Just Cause 3 is, like, borderline unplayable. Like, you can't drive cars. You can't use any of your gadgets. You can <laughs> shoot... 
But like, no matter what you do, like the you have five stars at all times. No, that's a game I love. Just, yeah, just we're gonna get to that too. That's right. Did they do that on purpose, or was it just like an incomplete crack or something? No, they did that on purpose. Oh, so gosh. if you have a fake copy of it, like you literally just yeah. can't do anything. Huh. They well, gave you like a fucking uh, early mod of the game, essentially. Uh, oh, I see. Maybe they like. And you're playing on like 480p and 4.3. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it's pretty troll. Well, the company that made Just Cause outsourced their like encryption stuff to China, mm-hmm. so it pretty much made an uncrackable game. Yeah. And then I guess eventually they cracked it, but it ended up being what you said, just. Not just playable, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so back to what I was saying was like, so I was like, oh yeah, man, we have we got Fallout. Like Fallout at that point wasn't announced, but it was like everybody knew that like at E3 in July, everyone's like, we're gonna hear about a Fallout. Like, it's been five years. Yeah, well, yeah. They haven't heard any Skyrim time. news in two years. Like, uh, or, well, 2011 is when Skyrim came out. They haven't put out a game since 2011. It's now 2016. Mm. So it was four years after that. So like, haven't heard anything. Like, there's gonna be a Fallout game. Like, there was rumors that like the uh, Bethesda was walking around MIT and Boston and all that, taking photos and. Oh, doing stuff okay. like that, yeah. There so like, go. they've been making the game since literally Fallout Three, like the last DLC came out. I can't believe they spent that much time on that game. Yeah, and it's still like, there's worse bugs in that game, like game breaking bugs. Well, where, like your save files that's are deleted. A that's Ooh, what they do. Yeah, <laughs> there's always a game breaking bug. So like, they're like, oh my, all right, we got Fallout coming out. My personal favorite, like everyone knows this by now, if you listen to any of the original episodes, Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, Metal Gear Solid Five's coming out. I've been waiting literally eight years for this game, like. Eight eight years is a long time for uh, development time, and uh, oh my God, like that game was amazing, but like a huge disappointment at the same time because it's nothing like a Metal Gear game. Mm-hmm. Like Not if at you're all. if you're wanting to play a Metal Gear game, you're like, I want the story, I want weird dramatic twists that don't make any sense, and I want to play it again and not still not understand it until like ten plays through. My like, problem with Metal Gear, and maybe it's just nostalgia, is that I when I, when I think of Metal Gear, I think like frozen landscape uh, in like an industrial complex yeah. like yeah, I want to see that the, again where, where were they it took place in Africa in Afghanistan. in Afghanistan and like I'm I'm done with the tropical like forest like Far Cry has burned me so hard yeah. like I don't want to be on a tropical island anymore like uh, Just Cause is like a, a different like it's a it's one exception I think but like I'm yeah, also just, just Cause their, their environments were uh, whoever like that, that whole Ideas is fast on ultra. It looks they, they really, like, but I'm just done with the tropical open world game. Well, I want me, like uh, Metal Gear Solid One, like Shadow Moses, where it's like you're in a big ass like Costco atmosphere. factory. It's very like yeah. John Carpenter to me. Like that's I, I want more games. And also like if you want good graphics, it's easier to make snow than it is to <laughs> do like a forest and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like it's just it's just technologically easier. The last one I played was Metal Gear Solid Four, and that to me felt like uh, like like scatterbrained. Like it was you're you're hopping all over the globe from one place to the other yeah. and the environment. It was always... episodic is why they did that way. Yeah, I don't know. I just And I don't I'm not a fan of that. I don't know. Maybe maybe again it could just be the nostalgia of like I'd never played anything like that at the time. I also consequently like I have just after Metal Gear Solid 1, I kind of lost interest in video games. Like, it just never... I don't know if it was... I beat you never, Smash is what it was. It'll never be as good. <laughs> I've never, like, obsessed... The only other games I really love other than that are, like, the Batman games. Which, again, uh, Arkham Asylum, I think, is better than Arkham City because you're... Again, it's one linear story. You're stuck in one location, uh, you know, that expands, obviously, but... But my question to you, though, is if, if Metal Gear Solid 1 never existed and they brought it out now with new technology and all that, and, like, it's the same story, same location, I feel like it wouldn't get good reviews. It's like... We're so we're so like ready to play an open world game where you like your characters basically you can customize them in yeah. every way and all that. Mm. And I'm like, I I love the like Metal Gear Solid One will always be my favorite game. Red Dead Redemption is like a second close number two, and then L.A. Noir a close third. Like L.A. Noir is a a game where it's like I didn't need the open world. I just wanted the the story. Like the story in that game carries like the lack of uh, online multiplayer and the the game really only has like ten shootouts. And you're like, this mm-hmm. is cool, but like, all right, let's get back to me. 
playing detective, you're like, let me examine this thing, and like you have to tell whether or not people are lying and all that. And it's like that game is beyond fun. Mm-hmm. Like I'd to love me, to see more um, uh, Alan Wake too. I guess they just aren't doing that. Anymore. Uh, well, it's Remedy, and it's a really small studio, and they're making Quantum Break, which looks really good. Yeah, I'm interested so, in that too, just based off of uh, Alan Wake. The thing yeah. I don't like about Quantum Break is the main character is the dude that plays Iceman from uh, X Men. Like he's uh, from one, two, and three. Like the kid, like Bobby Frost or whatever. Yeah, well, that's because yeah, that's because they're the tying it to the TV show. Yeah, there's gonna be a TV making. show, which I hope does well because that's a pretty cool. Uh, It'd be idea. interesting if it did well. I don't necessarily need. I don't want to be like. It's like when they announced the Dark Tower Tower movies, and they were like, uh, "Okay, it's gonna be half a TV show and half a movie series." And you're like, "Oh, come on, just <laughs> like, I don't want to do that." <laughs> yeah. Unless you do it like I don't know, um, eleven or eleven twenty two sixty three is amazing so far. So yeah. like I I wouldn't if they give a budget like that. Um, I want to see more Max Payne games too. Yeah, even a Max Payne TV series like an HBO series would be yeah amazing. honestly mm-hmm. like a Daredevil especially style. based off the third one because the third game that story was great. The again, soundtrack the environments was were fucking great in that movie or game. I mean, <laughs> see, it was so good that I thought it was a movie. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like I'm not much of a gamer, but usually anything anything from Rockstar, I'm like I'll give it a shot. It's like but they, I, they've never steered me wrong. Back to times. my point though, is just like I was so <laughs> so ready to like fall in love with another Metal Gear Solid game that mm-hmm. when it came out, it could have been a perfect game, but I'll never be like 11 years old again and have like a, yeah. 48 hours of free time on the weekend. And yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you have to go to a job and all that, like I feel like it diminishes the return on a video game. Because like, well, I gotta go earn this money now. I knew so, yeah. you don't have that childlike, which I think is the Fallout syndrome. Because when I was playing Fallout Three, I was in 10th grade and I was like, I have no, like I have homework, but I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, and I, I suppose I was home. in college when all those came it's out. Kinda, so. It's harder to get lost in a game, I guess. Now, yeah, yeah, because then you have real responsibilities when you're in school, like. Who gives a shit, right? I mean, unless you're like in your graduate situation, I don't know. Uh, I just want to real. I feel like I'm not the same. I'm not gonna say gamer, but I don't play video games the same I I used to. No, no. Now it's like I'm in and out, which is why I love Fire Emblem. Like I could pick it up, play it for 20 minutes, and then be done with it for the whole day, and then play for two hours the next day. And kind of good like nightcap. Like you're in bed, and you're like, I'll play this for an hour, and then go to bed. In fact, I have a problem where I'm like super sleepy, and I'm like, there's still dialogue. The first night that I got it, I played it for so long in bed that like my eyes were watering because I was that tired, and I was like, I just want to get to this part. Like, yeah. Yeah, Fire Emblem, the the Fates games, we've we've been playing those and fucking enjoying them. Twenty sixteen video game. Yeah, obviously, but that's let's say we'll do that another episode when we finally beat them and switch them. Yeah. I got the the funny thing about that is I went to GameStop and like it's like I guess it's a big re- release deal or whatever. Mm-hmm. This one I waited in a big ass line and I got to like the third person away from being in the front, and I, this kid in the front's like, "Do you guys have Fire Emblem uh, Awakening or I think it's Fates." And uh, I think it's Fire Emblem Awakening Fates or something. Awakening like that. is the one before the one. Okay. Away. And the girl was like, "No, we're sold out." And I was just like, walked out of line. I was like, "Whoop!" And then like, she's like, "Yeah, we're sold out at all GameStops. The game's like no, hard to find." Huh. And then I go to on my phone. And I was like, "Fire Emblem uh, Birthright." And then it was like, "Target has five copies nearby." I was like, "Whoop!" <laughs> and just like literally, we just went to Target. Saw the same kid waiting in line, and he goes, "What's up, bro?" And I'm like, "We're not doing this. <laughs> this is not happening." So I'm not your bro guy. Yeah, but I don't know. I felt like there was Does GameStop more... just not order enough. Or... I don't know. I I'm think they misunderstood over... how popular that game is. Kind of yeah. like when the theater didn't book enough showings of Deadpool. It's like nobody really expected. Yeah, Deadpool was a big uh, surprise. I do think I want to have Doug back on again because that was a very fun podcast. But also, I want to hear GameStop stories because I, I've I've seen a lot of threads on uh, like Reddit and other uh, board sites. <laughs> Where it's just like crazy stories about like the weird requests parents have, or like the when they find out something's M rated and stuff like that. So, I and he told me he's like I have a lot of stories, so we're gonna have him back for sure. And uh, like 
just I was saying last night, Jacob was there when Lulu was there last night at church. And oh, uh, she was like yelling at me for like five minutes. And I look at Jacob. He's like, what the fuck is going on? Why was she yelling? Because uh, it was 830 and we closed at 830 on Sundays. And um, I had already put the passion tea away and thought I locked all the doors. And she came in and she's like, passion tea, passion tea, oh, passion God, tea. she's such a spaz about that. And she's like, I was like, oh, no, we're all out of passion tea. Tonight. She's like, you're all out. Oh, my God. Passion tea, passion tea. And she kept saying it. And like, I look at Jacob. Jacob was like, is she having an episode? Like, I don't, <laughs> what's going on? Yep. And she walks out the door and Jake goes, Jesus Christ. And I was like, right? <laughs> she likes her routines. Yeah. What does she get? She gets like passion tea and soda? Like Coke She gets passion tea, Diet black Coke? tea, Diet Coke, and mixes them with 7-Up. weird. That what? is gross. <laughs> that's a disguise. I was like, that's literally suicide. Kill yourself. Oh my God. <laughs> Please? Yeah. But uh, when you sit back down, uh, I'd like to hear your favorite games, Bryce. Oh uh, boy. But I'll, I'll continue with what I was saying, though. It's just like... With the Metal Gear thing though, like I, it comes out and like I feel like that game was destined to be bad because it had so so much bad press with the creator Hideo Kojima, which we've talked about at length too. Uh, he apparently gets fired, and they're like, no, he's on vacation, and he finds he's like, no, I quit, and then so the guy that has been working on this game for seven years for the last year has gets to do nothing with it, and they didn't finish the game. It went over budget by like it was 180 million dollars for a video game or something like that. But over budget, 180 million. Well, it was 80 million was the original budget, and then he was like, "We're gonna do clothing lines, which sold out and stuff like that." And like, so everything he did was gonna sell money, and the game was incredible. Like, the story is fine. There wasn't a lot of cutscenes, which pissed me off. But uh, the game's not actually like, there's no ending yet. Like, how does that work? Uh. <coughs> If you go on YouTube, they actually have uh, like image stills and Japanese dialogue of like the voice acting for it. So the American voice actors never actually got to finish the dialogue either. So they just sold you an unfinished game. Yeah. So like chapter fifty nine or whatever like that is like literally storyboard art, and then like one cutscene where like the special effects is not finished and all that. I'll show you. It looks terrible. Is that acceptable to anyone? No, not to me. <laughs> no, I'm not game. even a video gamer and no. I'm upset about that. And so right now Konami is going through a like everyone's going fuck Konami because like Hideo Kojima is like one of the best. He's essentially the Martin Scorsese of video games. Like there's just no doubt about it. Like he's an exceptional storyteller. He's never made a bad video game. Except like, that I, I would say there's almost no he has no peers. Like there's no precedent for like a Video game designer with that level of, of creativity, you know what I'm saying? Like, who else? I would say the only other one is Cliff Bozinski, who made uh, Gears of War and like the Unreal mm. Tournament games what and all that. Gabe and, oh, a, yeah. and again, those Does are that count or I don't, I don't know. I, I only know that that's a meme that Gabe Newell or whatever. Oh, oh uh, yeah, Minecraft. No, no, he's the Steam owner. Oh, Gabe. the Steam guy. Okay, Half-Life yeah. Three. <laughs> right, I right, would right. say yeah. I mean, he's one. If you, if I had to pick three people that I was like, they're like uh, pertinent to video game, like modern video games. Hideo Kojima, Cliff Pazinski, the the one of the people from Blizzard who made like World of Warcraft, yeah, like you, sure. it's undeniable, even though it's not for me. And then like yeah, uh, Gabe because he's responsible for like the Steam projects and all that. And then uh, if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have Counter Strike. Like they wouldn't right. have bought the rights to the mod for uh, Half Life and all that. So I would say love to have that Half Life Three one day. <laughs> yeah, they actually announced they're never doing it. Never yeah, gonna happen. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think it was you know just why understood. because they go we've seen what's what's happened with games that uh, have like fifteen plus year waits yeah uh, it, like, it wouldn't be good yeah. yeah they go there's no way we're gonna please the fans so like you guys uh, we could just try well, feel like it's it's a fair point there was that it's Duke Nukem yeah. I was saying, just about to say yeah Duke Nukem no wait I don't know enough about it so feel free to <laughs> no yeah yeah get back on there when you want um. I just the Duke Nukem happens. game was ten years in the waiting, and it was the worst game of all time. Like one of the yeah, yeah. So, people had pre-orders for that game for at least ten or eleven. It was years. a six-year pre-order. Oh yeah. yeah, Jesus. And then it ended up being fucking shit. So 
Good job. That's why you don't pre-order games. Well, then yeah. there, there's the other thing too of like um, uh, Guns and Roses, that Chinese Democracy, that album. They, it took them like 20 years to put out or something. Jesus and Christ. By the time it came out, the, the landscape of music had changed so drastically that not only did nobody give a shit about Guns N' Roses anymore, yeah. the whole business model of releasing an album just do, do, didn't make any sense at the to- time, nor does it now. Mm. Yeah, and they're finally coming back together for a reunion tour. I'm like, I'm still surprised there's people that like Guns N' Roses. Is there? Dads <laughs> or something? Like, Pretty much. People who lived in the 80s and don't want it to die. <laughs> I'll be I'll be real like Paradise City is a great song like sure. Welcome to the Jungle Welcome to the Jungle great, is the like, only song I like by them I like Paradise City because it was on, it was like the theme song for Burnout Paradise which was a great game Burnout games are amazing like yeah. I'm not like a race car video game guy and uh, those are solid. Burnout and like Need for Speed like the old ones are fun as fuck like you know what game I really loved too that never really got any traction was that um, it, it was the uh, Stuntman games where you had to oh, like yeah. do oh, certain yeah, yeah. things oh. those were cool nice. Stuntman Three was great. And because Driver, remember Driver? Driver was Driver great. Three was fucking uh-huh. cool. Oh no, it was Driver Three, not Stuntman. Stuntman Two was great. And I, I heard that there was like a Driver San Francisco or something it was like a later version of that, and it was sort of a uh, um, a take on a Bullet. Like yeah, you yeah. Didn't have the the like throwback. You pre-ordered. Car. He actually got the car from Bullet, which, which is, is the cool. Challenger, right? You know what? No, what was uh, it? Need for Speed, the one we got when I first got the X-Bone was pretty cool. I just it's that was Hot Pursuit. Like yeah, it was right? that game was really fun. It was just one of those things where it's like after a while, it's like well, I can only do so much with this. You got all you needed out of it. Yeah, yeah. They they have really low like replay values for Lots me. Of, yeah, Some people those like kind uh, of games just are like like White J and John, and then like love like uh, Forza and all that because you can customize any car, and they keep releasing cars. And, like, and that's fine. That's just not for me. That's not enough for me. To yeah, yeah. See, that's I need like more, Melon do. more of the um, really? uh, GTA style of game where because I like the driving. Uh, there's something about like uh, uh, and, and the same. I have the same thing with the same reason I like Just Cause where it's just sort of. You don't have to play the game. You can just yeah. wander around and stumble upon things, and, and, and to me, that's fun. I like exploring. Yeah, that's probably my biggest plain complaint about Fallout Four because that element was it missing. Just wasn't there? Yeah, well, and they me. gave out these stellar trailers, which me and you were just like, we watched it like yeah. multiple times. Which I usually, I'm like, I'll keep that autism to myself. <laughs> like, uh, I was just like, they show this trailer where there's like helicopters and like people are like in cars and stuff. I'm like, and then you get the game. It's like you throw down like this little smoke grenade, and then it's, it you could just fast travel instead of using that. You know what I mean? So. My biggest gripe with Fallout 4 is that, like, uh, yeah, I'm going to side with the people on the graphics. Like, at this, in 2015, you don't, that's, like, it's almost just not acceptable to have those kind of graphics for a video game. For a AAA title that you're paying $64 for and there's going to be a season pass DLC. It's just empty. Yeah, it's, that all, was, it's yeah. by far their tiniest map, yeah. and then and you think nothing it's a tiny in it. map, then you know populate it. Fully. Make some underground shit, make more vaults. There's like not that many vaults in that game. Either. I don't know enough about games to make that call on my own, but yeah, Drew Drew called it out when we first started playing it at Jimmy's house. It was like there's you wander around, and there's just no one around. Yeah, like, it's like let me show you how to play a Fallout game. Let's just you wander in, around in, and like in Fallout get into Three semantics. and New Vegas, which uh, me and you seem to be the only ones like New Vegas more than Three. I love New Vegas. Uh, you just run into people. I think that's a pretty common. Well, yeah, again, to, to take sentiment. it back to a lot of my friends, are like, no, no, three uh, is way better. I'm like, no, New Vegas, even though it's not by Bethesda. Technically, I think if you took like a nationwide poll, I think New Vegas. You need to do a poll. Yeah. Well, like I to take it back to GTA, wrong, that's a, it's the same element where you just you just wander around and you see people. Yeah. Like we we we. <laughs> When GTA Five first came out, we basically used it as a murder simulator. Like we would spawn at the hospital and then just try to sneak up behind people and stab them and see if we could get away with it. Like, right. you know, <laughs> you know, like you do, just white people things. But yeah, so Fallout. Like, I, I, if I had to give it a rating, which I don't really care about ratings, like a six out of ten maybe for me. That's a that's a rough rating, but still, 
Metal Gear Solid an eight out of ten because no matter like how bad it was, I was still gonna. I was gonna say I it. knew something was wrong with the new Metal Gear because you were so hyped for it, and then when it came out, I didn't hear about it at all from you, and I was like, oh, I wonder, did he play it? Or and you were like, yeah, I played it, but. Well, it was essentially just like a, a Call of Duty game. Like, I'm glad that they, they, they took the initiative the and like, let's make these... Oh, really? Is that what happened? That's what happens to everything. They're yeah. like, I'm, I'm glad they took the initiative and was like, let's get these shooting mechanics down. And then let's... They were perfect. Like, that game is a really good shooter by nature. But, like, that's not why I go to a Metal Gear game. I go for Metal Gear Solid 2 and even 4. Like, 4 might have been episodic, but it had these hour-long cutscenes. And, like, that's... For me, that's what I like. I, I know that a lot of people complain, like, "Oh, it's you're just playing a movie." It's like, yeah, that's yeah, what I, don't I want. Care for that so much, yeah, and I'm, that's just me. Like, that's I'm more fine. story driven. Either it's either going to be Metal Gear Solid where there's an hour long cutscene, or Tetris where there's no story. <laughs> Those are the games yeah. I like. Yeah, which ain't don't half ass it either way. Yeah, and <laughs> I'm like, an all or nothing kind of guy. And then <laughs> Bryce over here, who was his idea to do the video game thing, we we'll let him speak. Uh, got me into The Witcher and by far my favorite game of last year. I think oh, yeah. I'm excited if, to play just from hearing you guys talk yeah, about it. Yeah, like The Witcher is like everything that went wrong about Skyrim <laughs> turned right. You know what yeah. it sounds like is a modern version of uh, Fable, which I never played any of the sequels. Fable but 1 was amazing. Fable 1 was fun, yeah. Like I remember, because it was just the... Especially because I was a little shitter, my guy had demon horns and all that. Because <laughs> you can, it was, a, it was a moral game if you did good. Yeah, a little game where you make choices. Yeah, yeah which is why I love Fire Emblem, yeah. by the way. The a lot of choices. storylines and stuff. So take it away, my man. For The Witcher? Yeah, like, uh, well, give me, like, a list of, like, your three most hated games this last year, and, like, your <laughs> oh. two or three, because there's probably not that many that you love. Well, I'll, I'll give what games I play just off the top of my head. Yeah, we um, can do that, too, because I'll be like, yeah, check. I what think about the Battlefront? You guys were saying. Ooh. Uh, we'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that. Okay. I was actually I was, like I was saving that. that. Okay, so the first game I remember playing this year was probably The Order. Uh, 1886 for PS4. I never played anything but like 10 minutes of that. It, Loved the 10 minutes I played of it. heavy, right? Very. It was a very beautiful game, but Jesus Christ was it short. It was like maybe 5 or 6 hours. Oh gosh. What is the really? order? I've never even heard of that. It's, it's the order 1886 and it's like a um uh, basically the the story of the game it's like there's an order of people that hunt down like werewolves and like I don't know about vampires. It's so I'm into that. It's uh, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's based off the the Knights of the Round Table. Yeah, it's kind of like a steampunk kind of. I, I am into that. Yeah. Yeah, you're selling it pretty well actually. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like a steampunk kind of. Uh, I, I feel like for uh, Rob though, like that game would be worth his time though, just because it's six hours of a quality story. Mm -hmm. And here's the biggest problem with that game. Uh, the the gameplay was decent. The story was really good, but they they basically were like, oh, the console just came out. We need to push push something out. Yeah. And so this was, isn't on PC then. No, no it was a, a PS4 PS4 exclusive. Yeah. So again, it's a matter of like gaming politics ruin a game. Yeah. Like, well, like with Metal Gear Solid. You have a company. A prime example, and I don't mean to keep cutting off. It's just I I know usually because I read a lot about like the mishaps of video games and all that. Yeah, uh, this is all new to me. I don't know. Anything LA about Noir is a great example of a game that could have been so much more if they just gave him another six months. It's a uh, it's a I don't remember the company, but it's it's a Rockstar published game, but it's made by um, an Australian company, and like they gave them two years to make a video game that they were using a new technology on. They gave them really really low budget constraints and all that. So they're basically like, here's our new engine, which is the Red Dead engine and all that, and then we're doing these motion capture things. So they put thousands of little white beads on people's faces sure. and eyes and all that. 
so you get the perfect expression all that well they spent more time on that and then doing the story which is fine than going around la and actually making cars and doing shootouts and having an online free mode and all that because let's be real like the, one of the funnest parts of red dead was doing the free mode with your yeah, friends online right. and hunting bears and shit for no reason that was actually that was an online mode that i enjoyed because remember it was sort of a capture the flag or something and you'd yeah, play against yeah, other, yeah that was cool well that's something that me me you and uh, jacob used to play was red dead redemption online and we would uh, just get the tomahawk and like sick. and like we invite someone in like hey brother and just like tomahawk them <laughs> Uh, that your movie sucks. Uh, YouTube channel. Like I don't know if you've never heard of him. Check out his stuff if you're interested in like movie criticism things. Um, he mentioned like offhand in another video that I don't remember which one it is uh, about um, L.A. Noir. It's like he was saying basically. Remember how they talked about how like high tech it was, but then they got these like really piss poor actors to come in and be like, well, I don't know, maybe I lied. Like <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. kind of Again, ruined the budget. Te- like the yeah. the actors ruined the technology almost. <laughs> that was. Uh, pretty much everything before GTA Five was just a precursor for GTA Five, essentially. Just yeah. coming up with the technology. It was kind of like um, you think they'll use that technology again, like yeah. incorporate that somehow. Oh yeah, it's sure. actually uh, standardized now. The, so what technology? It's the motion capture. Oh yeah, it's all, all major games. Um, oh okay. That was you the don't first wanna, like, game to those animations. I think game. Metal Gear Solid Four was one of the first to do body cap, like motion capture, yeah. and then you have skate and all that, where, where people did that. Mm. But the Red Dead Redemption. What? Skate was a quality yeah, game. Skate it was. I miss good skateboarding games. Like, <laughs> for a guy who's not active, I But L.A. Noir was, like, the first game to do up close where they have 40 cameras hitting every angle of your face and molding it and all that. And that's a standard now, too. Like, uh, even Metal Gear Solid, they tripled it and there's, like, 300 cameras on someone's face and they're all, like, little <clears> GoPro <throat> cameras. They hit every angle. And they put, like, literally 3,000 beads on your face to get, like, the cheek expressions and your, like, eyebrows and I all that. I don't need that. Have they incorporated drones all. yet into the video game technology? Because I feel like that's the next step, right? I'm not aware of any of that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, my point <laughs> was saying. that uh, the Order suffered from the same thing. They're like, we have a new system. Here's a new engine. Put out this game. And they made a beautiful, great story game. But like, there was no substance after that's, that. Yeah. Five, five, five hours of fun. The seven graphics, if you're slow. The quality of the graphics are inversely related to the quality of the game. Yeah. Yeah, if you can get both, it's very, very, very rare. rare. I would. I feel like the next game, which it's been two years since that one came out, mm. would uh, is going to be like really good, because like, as we know, like uh, it's proven though. Like I listened to a, uh, it's called Kind of Funny Gamecast, and it's like the three dudes that were writing every review for IGN and like doing videos and all that have their own video game podcast now, where they review and talk about news. Um, <clears throat> if you look, uh, it's like historically the best video games come out at the end of a cycle. So you have uh, The Last of Us is literally one of the last PS3 games. It's one of the best games of all time. Mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid 4 is like middle of the thing. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 1 is like two years into the PS1. Mm-hmm. Or Metal Gear Solid 1, yeah. So like, and then Ocarina of Time is like near the end of sure, N64. Yeah. So it's like... Well, what about the Moon one? Wasn't that later? That's Majora's Mask. That was like the very tail end of uh, GameCube. The N64. Well, it was on N64 and later ported to the GameCube. That's... Oh how Nintendo does it. Mm. So yeah, like the first two years of a, a console, usually you get like mediocre games. Like, oh, yeah, so sure. I feel like that's what we're suffering from. <laughs> I think The Witcher is like the first game where it's like, oh, this is next gen. Like that's the yeah. first next gen game. Yeah, that's that and then, um, well, after The Order, I played uh, Dying Light, which was... Oh, that one looked good. It was yeah, very okay. enjoyable. I want to buy that actually. I what, actually what's dollars. it about? I've heard the name. It's but... essentially... Um, Pretty much, you're thrown on this island or like this big city that's been overtaken by zombies, and you can do parkour and shit. It looks like a zombie game that I'm not tired of. Yeah. Uh, Remember Dead Island? Remember when that trailer came out? Dying and- Light is what Dead Island should have been. Oh, okay. Dying Light is actually a well, not a sequel, but it's the same development company making Dying Light, and they basically oh. merged uh, Mirror's Edge with uh, Dead Island. Mirror's Edge was a game yeah. I fucking. That's pretty that much it. Yeah. I'd love to see another one of those. And Dying Light again was like the second. 
next gen game to come out that really wowed people. Mm. But again, these games both suffered from the February itis, where it's like last year. If you look, uh, Witcher Three and Dying Light came out within three weeks of each other, and mm. like they both had like huge sales spikes, which have never happened in February. Mm. Then people forget about them, so it's like we're all like November and October, so you basically have September through November is like the time to put your games out. When all the Call of Duties, Assassin's yeah. Creed, but and no Halo. one does that anymore because you have every Christmas year. Time is that that's reason? essentially yep. what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's uh, because a lot of kids get their parents to buy them sure. for Black Friday, so like. The worst time of year if you're a small publisher is to put a game out then because you're going to get murdered by the new Call of Duty in November. Mm-hmm. You're going to get murdered by the new Halo in October. You're going to get murdered by the new Rockstar game in September. Are there more Halo the, the Call of Duty fan base and the Dude, we thought it was anything. dying out. It's not. It's like not. the new one that they just came out with, I think Black Ops 3, is that what it was? Uh, fuck Advanced Warfare, I think is what it is. I don't know. Something no, like that. That's not my Destroyed point. sales. My I'm point saying. is the, the fan base, there should be almost no crossover between the Call of Duty fan base and indie game fan base. I wouldn't imagine that. You'd be surprised how many parents will buy the kid a video game for Christmas. Just they, buy them they're one. not going to buy them Super Meat Boy. They're going to buy yeah. him Call of Duty because they oh. know the name. So yeah, yep. it, it's uh, sales are usually if you have a job and you're like considered like a person that plays video games, you'll buy the games you want because like, you have a job, right? Sure. Well, there's far more kids than there are adults that are playing video games. So like the the Halos and all that. I, I are, thought I saw something recently that said like um, if there's now more adult gamers than there are younger gamers. Or well, young adults. Well, so you have 18 to 24. How do you, I mean, how do you determine that? I don't know. But <laughs> it's just like self-report whether you consider yourself I think they gamer use your gamer profiles, which have your your birth uh, oh. day on them. Because so, I almost wonder. I mean, that's not that's essentially what not what it's super accurate. But you get an idea. Was that they couldn't get new readers in? It was all mm-hmm. people that have been reading their whole lives since the seventies, essentially. <clears throat> Uh, we're going to get to a point with with comic books where it's like people are going to the movies are going to over I mean it's already there really where the movies have overtaken the the uh, comics and, and I think it's going to be interesting to see how the video game movies do because like the first I think there's an Assassin's Creed movie coming out with Michael Fassbender if that movie hits and does a really good job you're going to see the death of like the Marvel movie I, this is all conjecture I think mm. but uh, I, I think video game adaptations especially if they can ever do a um, what's the Nathan Drake game oh they are Uncharted yeah they're doing that, an again, Uncharted and the uh, like, that, that's the kind of thing Dad would love and Last of Us is another movie I think if those movies come out and they do well I think you're going to start to see a shift from superhero movies to video game movies which and is kind of odd because every single and Warcraft, too. Oh, Warcraft yeah. I, I, so Warcraft's bad. Not gonna... <laughs> I know, but I'm yeah. really—I I don't think it will either. But I'm really fascinated to see if people show up for that movie. So I know I'm so going to be late, mad though. if it's successful. <laughs> I mean, do you want to go see it? Like, because I kind of don't, but I'll go. No. If, oh you man, do. I think, <laughs> I think just it'll to do see. medium to average. I don't think it's going to be a Deadpool or Avengers or a uh, uh, no. Star Wars. Certainly, the trailer doesn't really. It'll it'll do 100 million in the opening weekend, but it's not going to do 250, 300 million like the rest of the Star Wars. If they would have put it out at the right time and oh yeah, in high school, ago? like yeah. back in like '06 or something. Yeah, they did the same thing that um that uh, The Last of Us and the Uncharted is doing. They're like we the video game movies won't sell right now, so they're same deal. Right now, we're, because of Deadpool is the best time ever to do an R-rated video game movie for The Last of Us or uh, Uncharted. I don't think it'd be R-rated, but they kind of waited too long for yeah. Assassin's Creed too, didn't they? Don't you think at this point the hype's not really there anymore? Assassin's Creed. Yeah. This is the first year they're saying there's not an Assassin's Creed coming out, which is hilarious. Like, uh, like we're gonna wait into a, a good one. Well, thank God. Yeah, I only played the first one and I enjoyed it, but how fucking long ago was that? Oh seven. That was literally oh seven. Yeah, because we got that. We got it was Halo one of the first 3. games we got for we the got 360. Halo 3 yeah. And that was our Xbox broke the day we got it. Too. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> so, nice. Because uh, on all the pictures and all the marketing campaign, they had it so it was standing upright. We did that. Yeah. Uh, Joel ran by because he was four at the time or whatever, and then like literally smacked the table and it just fell right on its side and the disc cracked and like the disc tray broke and all that. I was like, sweet. Thanks. Oh, boy. So we went back to 
Costco or Best Buy or wherever. Like, uh, don't knock Costco. They give you really good deals and like warranties on shit. That they do. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I broke my iPod and they just gave me a new one without even looking at the old and one. And they gave you free food. Oh yeah, true. <laughs> That's true. And they have delicious churros and uh, chicken bakes. Oh, what yeah. an oh, interesting bakes. trick that I always like telling people. Um, at least in California, I don't, I don't know about all the states, but in the United States. If you go to a Costco or a Sam's Club or one of these type of membership only stores, you can, you don't need a membership if you're only buying alcohol because of some weird old rule in the books that says you can't have no an clubs. alcohol club. So like nice. you can walk into a Costco and say, "Oh, I'm here to buy alcohol." That's why uh, there everything is cheaper in bulk there except for liquor is the same price it would be anywhere else because cause people will just it. walk in and buy it. Like nice, yeah. I well, also you can't bundle liquor because of a law of alcoholism. You can't do like, well, it's cheaper <clears> to get two big bottles of vodka because then you have alcoholics buying. Fucking bundles of vodka for cheaper. But who cares? Like that's their, uh, you know their right people. to buy it and their right to sell it. In any it's way an they old want. like uh, right when the prohibition. It's yeah. like I can't wait for weed to be completely legal because it will be in our lifetime. I really believe that. And then you're just gonna have like the Costco of the weed next ten years of dispensaries. You know, like the Sam's Club of weed mm-hmm. dispensaries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have samples. They're like, here, would you like to try? Uh... <laughs> I, I'm I don't that. know that I like that, but uh... I love it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so The Witcher. Oh yeah, uh, with The Witcher, I played it for a little bit, and then I just completely it just completely dropped off the map for me for yeah. some reason. Um, so fast forwarding, what else did I play? Uh, I think after that it was Batman, right? Arkham Knight, yeah. It I came think. out like March. Yeah. May. I'm just now gearing up to play that. And yeah. I've owned it since You've day owned one. It. Yeah, yeah. you owned it since. I played it because I got home in my apartment and I was super fucking high and I started watching it and there's the, the opening cinematic where they it shows them, it shows the Joker's body and there's like a bunch of fire because he's in a furnace and I didn't realize I was so blazed I didn't realize you were supposed to hit a button to burn him. <laughs> so I'm just staring at like the Joker's dead body and all these flames around him and I was just like, what's happening? What's going on? Like I was freaking out. <laughs> Stupid gameplay mechanic. Yeah, like, the, like press A to burn the Joker. Like, yeah, I don't what like is the. This? <laughs> it's almost like the what do they what do they call that? Uh, real not real time, but like a, something time where you have to hit a button while it's playing a cinematic, or else yeah, you, I hate that. That's like the God of War type. Yeah, stuff. yeah. yeah. That was heavy in a uh, Resident Evil Four, also. Mm. But it was it really wasn't fun too bad. Yeah, in Resident, I, like it didn't really distract from the. <clears throat> Resident Which, Evil Four is like easily my favorite horror game. Mm. Did you? Did anyone else play the um, the Evil Within? E- I liked it. I just never gave it. Uh, yeah, it was okay. I just didn't. And it, it was you know, Alien Isolation was another one that I enjoyed. I just never. Oh, yeah. I didn't finish. It was whatever. And I love the Alien the movies. The opening to that was pretty great. Yeah, you'd think I would have cared because I love those fucking movies. But mm. I just it whatever. I just I'm just not a gamer. I guess. Again, I think we're like we're old now, so you like I gotta go to work. Like yeah, it's kind of because like... I remember when Halo uh, Four came out. I was working at Amazon. And I was like, oh, yeah. so excited for that game because I love Halo. Mm. Came we out and I was just, like shipping, sixty. Yeah, yeah, we were shipping we were, it out. That's a week right. Before yeah. it came out. We we're shipping that. So we're just all these fucking Halo games. We're like, God damn, I just yeah. gotta play this. Yeah. Yeah. And I just remember going home being like sixty hour weeks, so tired. I don't want to play this. I just want to. Sleep. Mm. So, like, I, I think being an adult has ruined like my. Uh, it definitely. Yeah, I've noticed that. But I think in between, like all these we games, were, you know why it dropped off in The Witcher? We were playing a lot of League back then. Yeah, that's True. probably what it was. And then that, and then that was in the middle of a move too. Yeah. So I wasn't really playing that much. But yeah, uh, League of Legends. It's a shit game. Don't play it. <laughs> you guys played it for a long time. Well, here's the thing. That I game, don't know what happened. But. It's not the same as it was when we first started playing oh, it. Oh, no. It used to be amazing. It is it vastly used to be like different. an actual skill-based game, and like 
It's a top-down strategy game. Like it's basically uh, looks like Fire Emblem, but you can move the characters in real time. I remember you bought a desktop computer because your laptop couldn't play it very well. I bought it for that, and I also was getting ready for the new Metal Gear Solid. Like I, that's how long in advance I was waiting for the Metal Gear Solid. I bought my wow. PC two years ago because at, in 2012 they released a trailer that looks like a horror game for Metal Gear Solid Five. Yeah, it's like that. he wakes up in a hospital and all that. And Which like, was the best part of the game, by the way. That yeah, the opening part. Don't get me wrong. I still like. I love Metal Gear Solid Five. I just think there's a lot of uh, like political problems with it. Mm-hmm. The first two hours of that game are like the best video game I've ever played. Oh yeah. Like some of this like spookiest shit in an action game that I've ever seen. Like generally creepy. Like uh, I, that's why I was really excited for uh, Silent Hills from Hideo Kojima. Mm-hmm. Did you ever get to play the um, PT? PT is what it was. It's called Playable Teaser. No, dude, legitimately, I don't get scared of movies or video games. That scared the shit out of me. Like it was actually really creepy. It's because it's interactive. Like, well, it wasn't even that. It was just like it was really um, uneasy. Like, yeah, it feel really uneasy. And like the setting, like the music, and like there's no, um, there's like no like indication of what you're supposed to do. So you basically just you can like zoom in on stuff, and if you zoom in on the right thing uh, in the right order, like weird shit will start happening and all that, and then like. For instance, like a door will creak open, and then you walk up, and like a hand will just pull it shut, and all that, which isn't inherently creepy, but with the sound and all that, and there's like a storm yeah, going you, on. Yeah, you can make that. Yeah, yeah, and unsettling. then like they use like bugs, but whenever there's like something like demonic gonna happen, there's like a bunch of roaches circling around, like at a pentagram and all that. So, oh, that's good. yeah. Did you play? I assume you played Fear One and Fear Two. I did. I yeah. played Fear Two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is like again, it's like an action game, but it's yeah, like really yeah, scary. Yeah, and it had game. cool action too. Like yeah. it's really just the best of both worlds. Which is crazy when like they can mold that because it's like you either get one or the other like you have Resident Evil 1 which is like run kind of shoot right. or you have like Resident Evil 6 which is like just shoot like it's an action game pretty much so, you know what game I really liked from last year Splatoon Splatoon <laughs> yeah. was great that's a great Splatoon game. Was fun. It's a great game. Then they nerfed the little roller thing, and that I still to, used it. I still <laughs> didn't care to play anymore because it was so overpowered. Uh, I just feel like whatever the the sequel to that game is going to blow the first one away because it's like you know they always do the first one, and then they have to kind of figure out like the mechanics and everything. Yeah, they it needs to be more competitive. Is the problem with it because you can't like communicate with your team. yeah. That was the issue. Although so I, I saw some people were saying that sort of added to the to the experience so that you couldn't exactly well what they really what it was is they didn't want it's a kid game right. overall no, I didn't yeah. want people saying like the n-word and, and just like obscene shit to little kids it's so. casual well then make like a, a PG friendly as we all just discussed they're all playing Call of Duty anyway so yeah, yeah. again I've had this conversation with mom and dad many times like, I'll be like oh shit like, don't say that Joel's in the room I'm like he literally just got done playing Grand Theft Auto I drove by someone to Grand Theft Auto and they go or Grand Theft Auto and they go shit dick <laughs> it's like okay yeah and then like he'll be okay I'm yeah sure. and then like he's he, he's playing video games where you can openly communicate with other people like Call of Duty he's hearing the n-word constantly for some reason from another he, white kid by he the was way. playing a game today I don't know what the game is but the kid kept calling him fat and I was just like he's dangerously underweight he was in the hospital for like two weeks last year (laughs) (laughs) you couldn't be further I I need you to you're off (laughs) well Joel like believed he was fat for like five minutes I was like Joel you were just in the hospital oh you're right and I was like oh boy Jesus Christ so cyberbullying is is great yeah it's a a necessary part of life (laughs) but yeah (laughs) it's part of the social fabric dead air dead air uh yeah, league was fun. We actually, I went to the, we went to the world championship for league and all that. And video games. I didn't go because I wasn't in the game. Uh, I wasn't too into that game when you guys were. I... It used to be really fun and competitive and took legitimate skill. And then we got really into Counter Strike. We played a lot of Counter Strike last year. Yeah, we year. did. And uh, 
Is it that CSGO? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that game's that fun, but you have to be really good. What's yeah. the difference between that and Call of Duty? In CSGO, the there's a whole econ- economic system where, like, if you lose the... Like, it's basically search and destroy, where, like, if you die in the round, you wait till the round's over to respawn. None of the weapons are that overpowered, except for the sniper rifles or, like, one-hit kills, and people are really good with them. Uh, but if you are playing online against each other, it's 15 rounds. You have to win, you have to win <clears> 16 to win. It's, like, best of 30. And uh, say you win the first round, it's only pistols because no one has any money. The second round, you can buy weapons, and, like, the snipers cost the most. Uh, there's grenades and vests and all that. So, like, there's a whole, like, strategy to it. And, like, you, you can't really play the game. The Call of Duty is like, let's run and gun. Uh, I'll camp in the corner. That game, you camp. Like, a bomb's going to get planted, and there's going to be four people to one guy who can't defuse the bomb because there's four people. So, it's like, it really it makes a, a player be good or just quit the game. So, that's so why I liked it. That's why you quit the game. <laughs> uh, I quit the game just because of work, and then uh, other games were better. So, I mean, we got it really into Rocket League. Rocket League might have been like my pick for like. Okay, does that count as the best game of the year? Yeah, put it on the it, list. It's that. It's between that and Super Smash Brothers. I think Smash Brothers wins for yeah. sure. But they yeah. didn't come out this year. For sure, Smash Brothers came out last year. We're doing last year games. Yeah, it came in 2015. Remember? Oh, November, 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 yeah. oh, okay, I didn't know that. What was it November? It might have been 2014. So I thought it was 2014. You know what? Know, you're actually. I remember, I'm gonna count it because we had two DLCs. I remember playing three DLCs it significantly before I took the MCAT, and I took that January 10th. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I'll count the DLCs as a game though because it All added right. new characters. In terms yeah, of like true. sheer replayability, like nobody has occupied our, yeah. occupied our time more than Jesus that Christ. And we don't even play it online. Like, yeah. No need. We're probably gonna play it. We'll We're probably gonna play it in about ten minutes. I mean. <laughs> yeah, you're not wrong. I wish the online wasn't so buggy and laggy. Yeah. And like yeah. again, it's like Nintendo wonders why they're not doing well. It's like, yeah. well, there's some very fixable things that you need to get working very, on, like things that everyone else needs to be able to handle that you're not. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But they've always, in terms of hardware, they've always been kind of behind the curve. Like, yeah. Because oh, that's yeah. not talking about the N64. Yeah, they're cartridges. just now like the so. Um, and then the GameCube discs were so were like. Super I like that though. To be honest, yeah, it was fine. Fun. I think that Nintendo's smart to not compete in something they can't win. Yeah, they also yeah. They, they seem to have a philosophy of like we're not even on that playing field. No, no, that, that's smart. Don't don't compete. They also seem no to be the only um, video game. And again, this is all from someone who's not really a gamer. They they almost also seem to be the only game company that relies solely on in-house like their own Nintendo games essentially. Yeah. Like Zelda and, and yeah, and, and that's where they're safe. They're even if like Nintendo right. stops making systems, they could easily third party themselves out, and they would be fine. They Which, would actually make more money that way because you don't have to do investing costs Sega had to do and R and D and all that. Yeah. yeah, Sega did that, and now Nintendo acquired them, and like Sonic has a big fan base. Like, again, I, I do kind of miss a world where there was a, a Sega, a Sega console, Dreamcast, but it's like. It's already an overcrowded market with three three main consoles as it is, and PC gaming on top of that. Yeah. You know, is there? When was the last time they made a uh, Metroid game? Oh Jesus! The 3DS, the 3DS one, yeah. Yeah, because I fucking love all the 2D Metroids. I never played the um, Metroid Prime was great. I never played those, so I don't know. But I'm not a first-person shooter guy at all, so that's probably not up my alley. The weird thing though is that was a first-person game, but you use the C stick to aim. So the C stick is kind of lame. Yeah. Although if we had to choose like the best, I don't know that it was lame. I think he's just not used to it. Yeah, that's what it was. Well, also like you look back at the N64 controller, like Goldeneye was very awkward to play, but you got used to it. You just got used to it, yeah. Um, like. I challenge anyone to pick up an N64 controller now and try and play Goldeneye or Star Fox or even Ocarina of Time. That shit's weird. Like, you're holding the middle of the controller rather than, like, how you would now. And, like, you have, like, the C-Stick back then was, like, uh, four different buttons. You're like, let me do the the wind song and all. You know what I mean? Wasn't there another Star Fox on the way? Uh, yes, yeah, Fox, but it looks terrible. There's one that oh, It just looks out. like an N64 game. Oh, well, okay. that might be cool, though. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, what were you saying, Jordan? You're like, well, sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say they made uh, three plays to hold your hands. Yeah, true. And you they were all you. <laughs> yeah, you only have two hands. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't... Small miscalculation. Yeah. There. <laughs> Like, oh, yeah, I like that Nintendo finally figured out. the directional out, like, stick in the middle was kind of a regular controller. Like, yeah. 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 Although, like, I've never met one person that hated GoldenEye, so, I mean, no. prove well, me wrong, you know? I probably hate it because I don't like first-person shooters or James Bond or N64. Oh, that, that game is a classic. Yeah, that, that, that's untouchable yeah. as far as criticism goes. <laughs> Same thing with, like, you can't touch Ocarina of Time. It's just, like, a perfect game. Yeah. Same with Metal Gear is a perfect game. Like, well, like I, I challenged Drew to play Metal Gear Solid One and enjoy it the same way we did, versus us playing Ocarina of Time or Goldeneye and enjoy yeah. it the same way he did. We just didn't have that system. I don't always. know, dude. Metal Gear Solid One, I, I think still. I mean, I know, I know it's the gonna, controls are the, what partially I'm about nostalgia, this. but like that game is just really solid. Like it's, it's one of those where it's you can't put it down because it, it's again, it's story driven and it's also it takes some some level of ingenuity. You have to think outside the box and more than well, one occasion. As Greg Miller said, he's like, it's the first video game that ever came out next to Final Fantasy VII, which was a year later. That was like, oh, like they can tell a good story and have cutscenes now, and like it looks good, and like you care about the characters, and like like he always talks about when Sniper Wolf dies or whatever, like because Otacon's upset, like he actually cried. He was like in ninth grade or something like that when it came out. It's like, yeah, like it's actually an emo- like you can feel emotion from a video game because before that it was like, I'm gonna jump on these toads and or uh, these Koopas, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> see, I like that better. <laughs> but you know what? That's because it requires less involved. investment. You know what I mean? I suppose. So yeah. But what was your favorite game this year, Bryce? Uh, the Witcher Three. Witcher. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I poured so many fucking hours in that game. It's not even funny. I have twenty, and I'm not even. I think four percent. Doesn't that game, game have like a, a like a card game inside? It, it game? destroys does. the Blizzard card game. It it's really Blizzard. does. Yeah. Like, I, that's part of the reason I really want to play it. That then, sounds right at my. So own. here's why. <laughs> here's why people love it because they created it, an in-house video game within a game that's not only better than. Um, What's the Blizzard one? Hearthstone. 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 They made it so that you have to go to different towns and collect different cards that are overpowered. So it's like Yu-Gi-Oh! Where it's like certain people have OP cards and like you can go to a different town and buy a card off a blacksmith. Mm -hmm. Or you can play them for them. So like... And then when they did the DLC, which was free, they added like a hundred new cards and all that. So it's like they keep. Do you have this on your computer? Yeah. Let me play this tomorrow while you're at work. I, I really want to try it now. I have Just Cause Three, GTA Five. Oh, oh my uh, god! <laughs> I want to play GTA Five. I have the again, Witcher too. and Fallout and. Um, I also have Bryce's Steam, so if there's any games on there like the new Tomb Raider and all that you want to play, I want to play that too. Set that shit up, and I'll I'll come back with some opinions. <laughs> <laughs> well, like when we get our studio set up in the garage, uh, we plan on doing streams, and I want, I want to do like a, a series of me getting Robert into modern video games, in which we can all be on, and then like something I've been talking about with Mario for years now. I want to I want to play Ocarina of Time. I've never played it. Just fire mm-hmm. up an emulator. It's, well, it's I actually, actually had one, and I, I downloaded the, the Master Quest one. He goes, don't play that. Oh, no, do play that. He, well, if you've never played it before, then it's going to make the game 20 times harder. So They're putting it yeah, on. Yeah, but it was too easy. Remember it was on um, True, 3DS, right? I mean, I don't know, it from but... Jimmy, because it was like $100. Oh, I still have it. Yeah, they're they're re-releasing it for 20 bucks. So oh, really? It's like a Nintendo Select. They're also re-releasing the, um, Wii, it's a on the, DS, the Wii U Donkey Kong game for 20 bucks. I'd love to get that to play here. Oh, I think yeah. It'd be fucking fun, because I... I, as much as I love Metal Gear, Donkey Kong Country One and Two are are like the backbone of my childhood. Like, <laughs> goddamn, dude, just entire weekends just laid to waste on those games. And not yeah. to mention, we would just replay the same fucking levels over and over. It was that good those because the levels and the music. Like, I would play certain yeah, levels the just music was the music. part of the level. Like, and there's always like, I, for instance, like everyone has this memory. If you have an older brother or a, a sibling. Like, certain levels you can't be, but they can for some reason. Like, there was a cart level in Donkey Kong Country. Oh, the cart levels are fun. I could never... Best, I could get to the or midway... the barrel levels, too. Yeah. I can get to the midway point, and I'm like, Rob... And I just pause it, give him the controller, he'd finish, and I'm like, all right. And then he's like, you, you died, it's my turn. Remember mm-hmm. Crash Bandicoot? That was another one. I, I wish Crash Bandicoot would come back. <laughs> it's Naughty Dog. They're making The Last of Us and all that. Those so games are why fucking they won't make cool, that. too. I Crash Bandicoot's... 
a stellar game. I, it would have been cool to have him in the uh, in in Smash, right? Uh, it's a PlayStation thing though. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, PlayStation All Stars. What a great game that turned out. Oh man, they had Raiden in it too. Yeah. Like, and Parappa the Rapper, because I played it a couple oh, times at that dude Tim's house. And that we was... also we used to get dropped off in Vegas at like these daycare things, even though we were 15, 16, and like, the rest of the kids are eight or nine. We would just play like they had Superman sixty four for some reason. Oh, I was that like, game was terrible. Yeah, oh, that's actually legendarily terrible. Isn't yeah, it? that's how oh. I played Pratt the Rapper too. I beat the whole game in like an hour because mm-hmm. it's again, it's just you just push buttons. But I mean, well, all games are that way. But. It's just DDR for your fingers, is yeah. all it was, which is fine. But uh, yeah, like, I mean, th- what I'm excited though is like I want to swap because me and my brother bought the new Fire Emblem game and like each story. I thought it was going to be like Pokemon Red, Yellow, and Blue, where it's like, it's the same story, but you get a different a starter. Different, yeah. Apparently, past the first hour, it's a completely different game. Like, you go on different, like, quests and all that, so... Awesome. Um, I'm enjoying it thoroughly. If you, uh, it's a lot of... It's like playing an anime where, like, the people are talking and all that, and then you go into a battle, and then there's a cutscene, and then, like, they talk and all that. And then, not only that, I think my favorite part is owning your own castle or whatever, and you can, like, make a spa or whatever and then you can go hang out with your bros and like it's pretty cool to do that in real life too yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like for instance, who actually owns a castle <laughs> <laughs> in the game like it's real by the way for you do, <laughs> do you no okay. well but there's the Gilbert <laughs> castle I remember that that's right yeah um, in the game like you do better in combat if you're uh, you pair up with people and they have a relationship and it goes from like a D ranking all the way to an S ranking and all that okay. so I have like uh, I chose the they're called the Hashido people and then he chose like the knight people which are like the English the and all that and uh, so on mine like I have ninjas they're more like, like, I guess they're more based on like Norse mythology I was reading which makes sense because it's N-O-H-R Nor is, is, the, is what that's called yeah. Hoshido is the Japanese uh, sort of clan that they're, they're sort of like a so my games are the people. Japanese kind and so I have like samurai ninjas and like archers and all that so he has mages and knights and like axes and stuff and I'm kind of jealous of that one to be honest but like <laughs> I have like these two ninjas that are though, than the yeah it playing. is because you can't grind or anything for yeah and for I don't know what it is but the, I like the turn based strategy games for the grinding because there's something about like where you're like oh Sucking I can't beat this boss fine, fine then I'll spend all weekend long playing the lower levels and come back and destroy your ass mm-hmm. and then like there's yeah. something so satisfying about that yeah and then like so yeah your, your characters like you can invite them over to your like apartment or whatever and then like they become friends and in battle like they'll like block a, like a, a critical attack or something like that and save you and like sometimes that comes in handy and you'll win a battle because of that yeah and uh, then you can like buy like stupid little because Japanese people love like accessories and all that. So you can buy like a foxtail, make your character look like a furry, or like they have <laughs> oh references to other games. So like my main character has a bath towel when he's in battle. So <laughs> it's pretty great. But doesn't that affect like your armor? Like cause... it does, but it's funny. <laughs> okay, Snap. positively affect. Yeah. <laughs> I would say no. And then you right. get like you get really troll items. Like my ninja people have shurikens, but like uh, it, ha- it does one damage. But I have one guy has two chopsticks. So he'll do the same things, like he'll do like chopstick shurikens and all that, and then one of them has a, what is it, it's a parasol or whatever, it's like yeah. the umbrella, and it does like four damage, but like you can get more criticals with it. It's, I don't know, I really enjoy it. I've never played a Fire Emblem game before, I, the only reason I bought it was because of Smash. Yeah, So weird characters with swords. So yeah, it all yeah, comes yeah. back to Smash. Smash is game of the year every year. <laughs> all years. Yes, sir. Ever since like Nintendo 64. Supposedly the new NX, which is the Nintendo coming, or it's going to be announced at E3 this year, is going to launch with a Smash title. I, I hope it's not an HD remake. I think it's going to be an HD remake with like 10 new characters though, which I'm fine which with. Which is almost a new game. But they're going to do new maps. So, and You think they'll take characters away? I think so. I think they'll take the ones like Wario or like Zelda that no one plays. Yeah. So. I mean, no. I mean, I guess you need Zelda because of Sheik and all that. But like, I think that like some of the people that no one ever plays. I feel like they'll probably take away Lucario. 
No, no, he's a fan favorite. Like, everybody oh. loves Lucario. Like, Lucario's, like, even more popular than Mewtwo now because, like, it's a younger generation's Mewtwo. Oh, right. So, right. that's why he's in it and uh, Mew's in it, obviously, or Mewtwo's in it because of the OG smashes and all that, but I don't know. I'm excited to see where that goes. And then, apparently, at E3 or uh, CES this year, their Rockstar has a big announcement, so it's going to oh. be two games. So, one of them has to be Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, well, definitely. Uh, July? Because I will actually May. care about It's that. right before E3, I think. I think it's in late May. Yeah. Or, like, oh, no, late June. Mm-hmm. Are they making another Red Dead? Oh, they, they yeah, announced they it. Like, when GTA they 5 launched and they made a billion dollars, like, yeah, yeah we, can't we, we already started. So, that was... It should be stupid. Now. A lot of people yeah. don't yeah. remember. GTA came out in, like, 2013. It still feels brand new. Yeah, it It's does. weird to me that, like, um, I, I don't know. I, 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 the, I GTA love... came out my first day at working at Provider... Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, because I remember. Because I remember she goes, "You have an interview today. We need someone." And I was like, "All right." And she's like, "Can you come tomorrow at seven a.m.?" I was like, "But GTA launches tonight." <laughs> no, I cannot. <laughs> so I like I remember going home. GTA, you had to launch. You had to install a disc because I didn't have it on PC. It didn't come out for PC for a year later. That's yeah, why right, it still right, feels right. new. And I remember downloading the disc. It was a one thirty in the morning. And I was like, "You can play now." I was like, oh, "I got work at seven. <laughs> so I just went to bed. And then I worked till three the next day, and then I went home. I was like, finally. And then I had seven a.m. work. I was like, God damn it! So <laughs> I was gonna say I love Red Dead Redemption, but I'm, I'm honestly surprised that it's as popular as it is. I, I don't know why. I guess I just wouldn't expect people to give a shit about cowboy games. I don't know. I think it was the so only there's, there's not that many cowboy there's just games. Not, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they did that, and they did it good. Yeah, true. yeah. they did. Not only did they do it good, like it was like. Great story, great combat. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the open world was fun, like mm-hmm. really fun. Like well, also, they had dumb achievements where, like, if you get a lasso, you can tie someone up and put them in front of a train yeah, and get an achievement. Yeah. So, like, that's, that for was me, great. really, Red Dead, no, Red Dead Revolver was that? What we played that on PS2. Oh, yeah, 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 I remember yeah. loving that game too. So it was like I remember being hyped for it. You know what else? I remember Red Dead Redemption, and was it like Red Dead Redemption, Alan Wake, and Bayonetta? The first one all came out like within like a week of each other too. That was like the greatest moment in gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Bayonetta, dude, was fucking sweet. Like, I didn't get to finish the Wii U one, and I'm sure it's great because I've heard good things about it, but, man, those games are crazy. More of those games in my life. And, and by the way, on Smash terms, I hate playing Bayonetta against Bayonetta because Robert, like, got <laughs> oh, really yeah. good with her. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's a bit broken at the moment. But yeah. That's a bad player be good. <laughs> but, yeah, that's, uh... You're not wrong. I think we're good to go here. Unless uh, anyone have anything to say about the Oscars, video games, movies, anything in general? Um, Pretty much covered it. I think, well, yeah. uh, upcoming games. I'm Dark Souls 3. Dark yeah, Souls Dark Souls 3, yeah. yeah. I'll be at launch for that. that. I should give a shit about. If um, I uh, well, I don't think you'll like Dark Souls 3. Yeah, yeah. No, I already know what the story is. I, I love a good Dark Souls <laughs> yeah. game. Uh, I was listening to um, an episode of Smodcast recently where they were talking about a new uh, Jay and Silent Bob video game. Oh, and fucking what's his face is the side yeah, yeah. 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 and they were saying that it's uh, it's it's heavily based on like the um, uh, uh, Diablo like oh. style of game, and I was like, and it brought me back because I remember playing Diablo. Yeah, we played Diablo too, yeah, and uh, I played both of them. I don't know about you, but I also played Warcraft three like before World of Warcraft, Warcraft came out. I remember fun, being yeah. really into that game. Warcraft three is the reason League of Legends exists. I right, right, on this. Like War- I remember Warcraft three. My favorite thing about that was you could ask for tips, and like it would give you after a while, it would just tell you stupid shit. And one of them was like. Uh, Never piss into an open wind. It was like never pet a burning dog. Was was one of the tips they yeah. gave you? It's like what? Yeah, I played Warcraft One, Warcraft Two. Oh really? Warcraft, yeah. They were given to us for free. Yeah, that was back in the like. I had a friend, Kevin Brown. That was Brown, like 1999. I think we yeah. got him for free. Uh, who, uh, some of our listeners, uh, like John uh, John Petrosino, will probably remember Kevin Brown. Uh, he was a cool dude. He burnt me uh, video games back like back when that was unheard of. Like, uh, what was oh, the no, one? that was really common back. Aliens then. versus predators or predator. Singular was one he burnt, and then and then yeah, all the Warcraft games he gave us. Do you remember that? That was like they that was back in the don't copy that floppy days. That yeah. was like the nineties, dude. Yeah. 
apparently what you could do is you could just burn like so a game would be four discs to install you could burn it into 12 and just give it to someone it would take like 10 times longer but they got the game for free so right. and then there was no keys back then for video games so hmm. it wasn't until world of warcraft that you had to have a key for a video game mm -hmm. and that was like right at the height of uh, uh downloading so i think that's why that happened but yeah, uh, what else is coming out though? Um, uh, the division. That's coming Cyberpunk out. 2077. Oh, looks that's incredible. okay. I don't know what that is, but there's a there's a music artist I like called Perturbator. I don't know how you're supposed to say that, but it's like masturbating with Perturbator in front of it. Huh. And he makes like <laughs> Interesting. This weird kind of John Carpenter techno music. Like, and, and he did, I guess, um, a, uh, he made like his own song for that trailer. Mm. And I thought it was just a music video because I'm like, oh, this is did fucking cool. Did you watch cool. the trailer? I whatever is yeah. The one where, where the girls like spikes. Yeah, and, and then yeah, I thought it was a video the, game. And I was that like, was oh, a real shit. trailer four years ago. Yeah, that is the next game coming for from CD Project Red. Who made The Witcher? Witcher. Yeah, let me know what that's. Been Apparently, so The Witcher is multi-regional open world. So it's mm -hmm. the Grand Theft Auto map four times, mm -hmm. but in different regions. So you have like the forest region, you have like the water region where you get in the boat and all that. Like, like with the new Grand Theft Auto that they want to recreate the entirety of the United States. That was yeah. They're the next one. GTA's. Six. Yeah, it's I'm gonna into be, that. Uh, That's bold, yeah. Either half like the West Coast or the East Coast. I you know what know. I really want to see is like a GTA Vegas. You know what I'm saying? Like mm -hmm. that would be fucking cool. Yeah. Well, the reason why they're able to do that is because we they're just gonna do three Blu-ray discs and install them all, and then you're there fine. You go, yeah. But um, so yeah, they apparently so The Witcher like on a scale is like one of the biggest games ever made. They oh go, yeah. Oh yeah. Without the Cyberpunk doubt. 2077 is essentially Blade Runner, but a video game where you're a cop that hunts down cyborgs and oh, see if they're cool. human or not. And uh, they said it's ten times larger than The Witcher. I'm gonna assume that that game. They're gonna reveal it this year at E3, which means it's not coming out for another two years yeah. at yeah. least. Is The Witcher bigger than Morrowind? The Witcher is like five times bigger than yeah. Morrowind. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's fucking crazy. Just to give you an example, I put ten hours in the game and I didn't even do a main quest. And I didn't know which one was a main quest. That's good, yeah. And uh, for you, because I know you hate like side quests that waste your time or whatever. Every side quest in that game feels like a main story quest. Yeah. Like the first one I did in the game was like, oh, go help this lady out. There's a a ghost haunting her well, and I was like, okay. I thought it was gonna be like a five minute mission, it's a three hour mission. You gotta go to the well and like find like a like the pentagram or whatever, and, like summon the demon. Like, oh, I gotta wait till night, and then right. once like it, you like you fight it, you gotta jump down into the well, and it turns into like an Ocarina of time like temple mm -hmm. situation, mm -hmm. and like it just takes forever. And we're like, that was rad. Yeah, like, this is a side. The dumbest too. quest was like you gotta find that lady's burnt pan. Oh yeah, but then uh, but like with every it. with every side quest, there's like. Uh, notes and stuff they can get that delve deeper into the story. Gotcha. So I think pretty much that guy he was in a battle or something. You like weapon forging and like yeah. armor, like oh, finding like that, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tons. And it's, it's so in depth. It's ridiculous. It's so it's great. Like, I love a good crafting. When system. you play like uh, almost in Morrowind, they have like the three OP classes or whatever. There's six different like uh, there's like the wolf class, the griffin class or whatever. And they have like heavy to light armor and all that, and they each have like ten rare versions of them. So mm -hmm. it's like it just the games like the de it's so dense that like. It's intimidating, but once you get into it, like you don't want to play anything else. So yeah, Robert will will, will enjoy that yeah. thoroughly. Wait, which one? The, the Witcher, Witcher. Oh, especially yeah. because like the story is really good. Too. Oh yeah, like, <laughs> it's fucking great. And like the cool thing is you're playing this guy named uh, Geralt, and like he keeps going. He's looking for a chick named Siri, mm -hmm. and like she's like the, his little prodigy or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's grown up at this point, and uh, he can't find her. And every time like he meets someone, they does like a flashback. And like most games, like the, you have to play as a different characters. The flashback is really crappy. 
in this game, like she's like the strongest witcher or whatever. She so you're is like, overpowered. Like, why am I even fuck. playing this guy? Let me play her because like he's like he has like he struggles in battle and has it's like magic like powers. She has like a blink move where she like lightning like Mega Man speeds around and all that yeah. and like one hits everything. Like once you get to the, I think it's like one of the last missions you get like in this rage mode and you just one shot everyone. Yeah, it's fucking great. So yeah, <laughs> that and like just the dialogue in the game is great. Yeah. Uh, you can like if you like choices, like for instance, my favorite thing I ever did was you go to the castle and like uh, you need to change your clothes out armor and all that because you got to look all royal or whatever and mm. then I'm like nope <laughs> <laughs> so I said no and they got mad at me and like are you going to bow to the king and I was like yep and like once it happens like you have like three seconds to choose to bow and I was like nope nope <laughs> and then the literally the quote was I stand for no king or I bow oh, wow. for no queen, uh, king nice. and I was like hell yeah <laughs> it's edgy but I like it yeah because it's the Witcher 3 so there's two previous games before that and if you have the Witcher 2 for the PC you actually get more backstory and you actually get an extra mission too yeah but are those games good? Yeah. The Witcher 2 is like one of the best rated RPGs mm-hmm. ever, so yeah. I've never played The Witcher 1 on The Witcher 2, but like, I might do that now since I just played The Witcher 2. Yeah, 3. they're really good and they're cheap now too, yeah. so. Yeah. Steam's having a huge sale right now, by the way. Oh, it's always having a huge sale. Just take my money. <laughs> love it. I almost bought, uh, I love the Tales games, which are like, uh, it's like a Devil May Cry JRPG. Where like once you get into it's like Final Fantasy where you're walking around in Pokemon where you, you get random encounters, oh. but instead of a turn-based thing, you get to like hack and slash your and you have like four people and all that, and you can have like multiplayer. It's honestly, I'm surprised other games haven't stolen that. Yeah, system. it's done really it's, well. It's really fun to play. And I almost it. there's one called Tales of Zestaria or whatever like that. Oh, it's only okay. forty dollars on yeah. Steam. I almost bought it today because it looks really good. So I'll get back to you guys on that. But I don't. Want, I have this thing where I'll buy a game and I'm like stoked about playing it, and then I'm like, ooh, another game. And, like, so I'm yeah. trying to be yeah. fire another one. <laughs> another one, and uh, that's that's where we ended. That was a good, that was a good one. Yeah. Nah, nah. It was pretty great. It was pretty great.